Welcome to Thought Cops bonus episode. That's right, guys. We got something a little bit different for you this week. We have a free preview episode of our Patreon show, Fire Bros. Uh, Grant and I were joined by Josh, aka Sleep Science, as well as Nico on this episode to discuss the biggest sleeper hit movie of the year, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, this is one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done over at uh, Fire Bros, and uh, we've been doing them for years, so there's a whole lot more to check out. We just did Oppenheimer. We just did Barbie. Little sneak peek for you. We're also going to be reviewing the One Piece Netflix show. So pay attention for that. And if you like this episode, head on over to patreon.com slash thoughtcops. It's only two bucks a month. And you know what? It really helps us out and it makes us feel pretty good too. So without further ado, please enjoy this free episode of Fire Bros, where we review the Super Mario Brothers movie. Patreon.com slash thoughtcops. Can I can I do the intro real quick? Yeah, do it this time. All right, <sighs> Mushroom Kingdom, here, here we come. come. Welcome to Fire Bros. It's a very special episode. We're reviewing a second piece of video game related media adaptation that is about mushrooms. That's right, folks. This week we're talking about The Last of Us Part Two. Just kidding around. We're talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie, which we all saw together. Last night, as of this recording, I'm joined, of course, with uh, Fire Deputy Grant. I'm not a fucking deputy. What the <laughs> what fuck? The fuck I'm is one the of the, the show. Demoted. <laughs> I'm a bro. The a deputy's like oh, someone right, you right. deputize for the like when you need extra help. You know. Okay, Josh, you're you're taking his, you're taking both of our he's, places. Actually. Josh is a volunteer firefighter uh, because he's volunteering because we don't pay him for these. Um, when we reach a goal of $500 a month on Patreon, uh, maybe we'll pay Josh, but... Yeah. Tell your at, friends. After doing my taxes, uh, we're running a very thin budget, I've realized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> discussed. I have not asked for any kind of payment, just for the record. <laughs> Nor also, shall you receive. I want to no. uh, get this out of the way. Thank you so, so, so very much to Shruggernaut. Yeah. Who donated yeah. on Patreon for all oh, of yeah. us to see the movie together. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, that was <coughs> truly amazing. Thank you, Shruggernaut. Thank you for telling on me to Elon Musk and all that great stuff you do. <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah. Also, yeah. If you, if you didn't recognize that laughter, that was. Uh, we're also joined by Nico today. How are you, Nico? I'm good. Just my tummy no. hurts, but I'm being very brave about it. So very nice. Did did you get like food poisoning from the Alamo Draft House? <laughs> no, that was just you. I just ate popcorn. Oh, okay. <laughs> They kept fucking up my boyfriend's order. Like, like literally, oh, he didn't really? get his his drink until like 
Peach got kidnapped, and he's like, "Where's my diet?" Whoa, oh my spoilers! <laughs> Shut up! This, you know, you know, it's that just he ordered like before the movie started. Yes, yes, we both God ordered, damn, before, and, and I didn't get, I got my popcorn like halfway through, and then he was like, "Where's my diet, Doctor Pepper?" <laughs> oh my yeah, God! So annoying, guys. Parched. Yeah. See, we did. All, we saw this all together at the Alamo Draft House, which I had never been to before. Me I think maybe only more. Josh. I've it's been like, there a couple times. It's newish, right? Oh, you have yeah. at, at that location. Yeah, there's only one in Chicago, and it's uh, new, right? Didn't they just put it there? Yeah, in February. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Yeah, I liked it. It was cool. I don't think I would go there on a regular basis, but it's a very, very cool space. I wouldn't get food from there again. Ordering a, like eating a hamburger and having to like sit in a reclining chair, but like lean forward. So like you're not like (laughs) dropping food on yourself, but also that the food like, you know, upset my stomach afterwards, like was not a great like you yeah, know. I haven't had that experience yet. I've gotten food a few times there, and I luckily have. I just run wouldn't into do. That. I'd, I'd rather uh, just do like an easy unlucky. like. I I also think it's just like I just you know I don't want to be like eating a a whole ass meal you know which I was like ooh cool I can I eat a whole ass meal either. yeah I know but it was just like the the uh, the novelty of it you know yeah I think the fact that we so we went as a group of twelve people. Yes. And yeah. so it felt I, it felt like an outing. So it felt like yeah. appropriate to get a meal. I even yeah. Had, yeah. I even had my friends from college that were in town and was like, hey, come with us. But I kind of fucked up like the seating thing, so they weren't seated oh. by us. So I was like, oops, sorry guys. Oh, oh weren't they? Oh. Yeah, I think they were like further down. But I want to oh, say like whatever. well, when I when I walked into the movie theater, it was like I, I instantly was like, I'm gonna have a good time. All you guys were sitting there. I turn around on the big screen, they're playing all these like retro Japanese Mario commercials instead of almost movie trailers. my favorite part of the movie going experience was like watching all the retro commercials because it's one of those things where like I feel like I've seen a lot of those commercials on just YouTube or whatever before you're scrolling TikTok or whatever and an old yeah. commercial pops up, but like the fact that they were doing them back to back to back to back and it's just like there's 40 years worth of like um Mario uh Mario commercials that they've been making and they're also like weird and like otherworldly and shit like that was just like you know it really just helped like it was just like it really felt like an elevated experience like seeing it in this like theater which was like uh, there was like maybe one or two other kids in the theater yeah um, yeah. yeah yeah I, I they, they, nobody was talking shows. They do like uh, curated pre-shows for basically every movie. That's like that. really cool. Show really. Yeah, I that like that said, a lot. Like this one was good. I've been to some where they've shown some stuff before the movie that I was like, "This is this is pretty cringe." Like this is uh, yeah. like overly like quirky and like they they played the the Remy Galliard like Mario Kart where he's like <laughs> driving a Mario Kart through like France and through like uh you know grocery stores and shit and they're like arresting him three times like I was oh, surprised that, that they one. threw that like on the maybe screen. Maybe I'd seen that before but I didn't remember it. It's an old yeah, video. Really, it's like from really funny. Like 10 12 years ago. That's a while. But without video. further ado, I'm I'm going to I'm going to read a synopsis of the film. Uh this again the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh with There's a dragon, Pre- there's a, a girl. He rescues Basically, the girl. Yeah. This is from IMDb. With help from Princess Peach, Mario gets ready to square off against the all-powerful Bowser to stop his plans from conquering the world. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I also that's, that's I have a uh, I have a cam rip of the movie. I'm actually going to be <laughs> pulling up on oh, the side here so I can reference. That's probably useful because I was thinking about that because you know not everything's up top. It's you know. Is uh, Bowser a dragon or is he a turtle or is he both? 
Shut up. He's both, I think. Yeah. I think he's both. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I got to actually have this in the... Well, how the fuck do I move this? I don't know. It's anyway, fine. Continuing. So the movie starts with a, a minion driving a Mario Kart. And at that point, I'm already like, I'm doing the tugs collar thing. I'm like, oh boy, I, I have, I have a, uh, I'll, I'll just say I have a prejudice against these kind of movies like Illumination. They just, they're, they're, they're like, yeah. I know they're not for adults, but like, they're very, very kitty. You know what I mean? There's no like, soul I, I, to it. Like, we, like no, Disney, no. Disney, for as many problems as Disney and DreamWorks have, I can tell that it's not just like slop for babies. Like there's at least some sort of like artistic merit to it. I I cannot get behind the minions. Like it just feels like such a fucking marketing product. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so transparent. I hate to like, cause I, you know, we'll, we'll sort of like discuss the, the pros and cons of the movie, but like the fact that I knew that going into it. And as I was watching it, I was like, this just feels like they slapped a coat of paint over a minions movie sort of thing. You know, not exactly because they spoke in English, you know, but they didn't yeah. speak in a, a patois of different languages or whatever. But it was like the beats feel the same. The jokes feel the same, like the musical, like not nonwithstanding, like the, the musical motifs from Mario games, but like the actual songs that they were using, like uh, the ACDC song, the no, they played No Sleep oh, Till Brooklyn, yeah, yeah. like that type of thing was just like, I'm hyper aware of the type of movie that they're trying to make this and the type of people that made it and like what it sounded like inside the writer's room when they were like, and this would be a great... Uh, this would be a great point for like an 80s movie montage and like, you know, it'd be a perfect song. I Need a Hero by Bonnie Tyler. And it's like, motherfucker, mm-hmm. God damn like, I, it. I hate this. I will I will say like it it felt like they pulled back on it more because like there was no like right. Uptown Funk going to give it to you. It was all like 80s specific, which is appropriate because right, right. Mario's yeah. from the 80s. The needle drops weren't as bad as they could have been. I yeah, agree I with you. I, that that I was aware they did of them. Take it out. But, of, yeah, it, it, I but feel like I was I, also like, whenever they happened, I was like, "This isn't horrible." <laughs> it could have been worse. Like it could have been every like ten minutes, and it feels like there was yeah. less the more the movie went on. But I just feel like that kind of like oh, just throw in a, a pop culture song cheapens. Like I don't expect that from Mario. Just I feel like I hold Mario mm-hmm. to a higher standard. Yeah. Like it's like yeah, so fantastical. Yeah. It sh- they shouldn't even know what that stuff is. Whereas, like I expect yeah, that in right. Sonic because, like, I don't know. I, feel like I Sonic do. Too. I just want to. I also want to say before we like get way into like movie discussion. Um. So like I know this is kind of like a lame opinion. Like this is like saying like oh my favorite band is the Beatles, but like my favorite video game series is like the mainline Super Mario games, all the side scrollers, all the three D ones. I just think like it always sets a standard for the medium as a whole. And they're all like, they're not like, I don't know. They're, they're not like always like technically like, but uh, they're like, they are like a quintessential game. Like there's a reason why they're so popular. And it's just one of those things where like you can put them in the hands of anybody and anybody's going to have a good time. It's just like, it has that widespread appeal, but also at the same time you do have like a depth of like people that do speed runs and people that are really good. And yeah. you see people playing uh, like the Mario maker levels and shit like that. And it's just like, 
You've got that aspect of it. And you have the fact that it's just like, this is an entity that like so many people grew up with and it was readily accessible. And the idea behind it of like, Oh, dragon steals girl puts in castle. Your job is save her sort of thing. It's just like, Mm -hmm. it's just like the perfect, like, you know, yeah, it sets the standard for the entire industry, you know, a hundred percent. And like speaking of Mario maker, like when I got home from the movie, like me and my girlfriend were playing Mario games like till like late at night. Like I, I booted up Mario Maker. I was playing some of my old levels and everything. Nice. And it just they're just such like fun games. Like they're just like pure fun. They're not right, diluted right. down like in the same way kind of Sonic games maybe became over time. But I wanted to ask you guys, what are your favorite Super Mario games? Like and it doesn't have to be just the mainline ones, but like any any Mario games that are your favorites. Yoshi's Island, it counts. Yoshi's Island, Super Mario World Two, Yoshi's Island. Yeah. Uh, for me, it. I think my favorite might be Galaxy, and I haven't even okay. played Galaxy Two, so I don't know how that compares. I know a lot of people Galaxy like it more, including cool. you. It's it's basically I, I, yeah, I like 2. it more. You know, it's still it's, but it plays better. I think it just if you liked any of the yeah. plot, it's not, there's no plot. It's just gaming, uh, brother. Yeah, I but do the amazing like, level design. Yeah. I was watching like Arlo's video about like how Miyamoto hates story. And I haven't seen that yet. I've been kind of avoiding it. Actually. He he talks about how like in a lot of games in Galaxy was one of them. How like the whole thing with like the storybook um, was like uh, who was it who uh, I forget the name of the other guy who actually likes a story and like basically like snuck them into a bunch of Nintendo games despite Miyamoto not wanting them to be there. And Galaxy was an example of that, where like he snuck that storybook thing in there because there wasn't going to be any kind of story thing. Hmm. Uh, and yeah, I do yeah, really I like that, that part of that game, even though it's like a side thing. It, yeah, no, it helps like with immersion a little bit. It you gives know, the world some games. flavor. Yeah, yeah, they're not about story, but like it, a little bit goes a long way. It's you know, like that's trajectory, like trajectory. You know, it, it it's it adds a layer of just like there's purpose in what you're doing instead of just like you're jumping. Yeah, and there's like jumping, a sense jumping. of wonder yeah. to like the the characters and stuff. Right, Grant. What's your favorite Mario game? Um, I had something that I wanted to add on to that, but uh, I forgot. Um, I I will say so. I've been replaying Odyssey, and I'm like right at the end. Um. Yeah, you were saying you almost beat it right before the movie. Yeah, and I just didn't have enough time to, um, which was disappointing because it was like, you know, that would have been pl- perfect. You've played yeah. the game, now watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's there's you can get like 999 stars, but like you buy the rest up until I think it's like 880. So I have like exactly one like or moon, moon stars, whatever. I have like one left to get on the darkest side and then I've like a hundred percent of the game until I like buy the rest or whatever. And I will say like, I don't know. I, I know we reviewed Mario Odyssey like a while ago and um, yeah. I had sort of like a mixed like I I think it's generally positive or whatever. But since then, I've also gone back and like replayed 64 a little, replayed Sunshine, replayed Galaxy. And it's like, I don't know. I I do think that Mario Odyssey is like maybe like the quintessential yeah it's just like with the camera angles and stuff like that it just it has the best feel it has like maybe the most things you can do it's not it's still accessible it's not like yeah getting all the blue coins on uh super mario sunshine which at times just felt like sucks stupid and garbagey um so i would say that and like i i guess another sort of like talking point that might be worth addressing is also like the Mario RPG games, like, you know, famously, I did a uh, playthrough of uh, Super Mario RPG 2, as it's mm-hmm. known, 
Um, and those always had just like a very comforting, like, you know, it's not the same as like you're jumping and stuff like that, but for a, for a game that has essentially no story, which again, dragon in a castle steals woman, you, you know, you save girl, you get coin, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, like there was like such like an emotional depth and warmth to a lot of those Mario RPG games. And I think if they were to like make a movie like this, there was a, you don't have to like replicate that. You don't have to make like Super Mario RPG the movie, but like there's some good shit in there that they could have like taken, which I they they did nothing along those lines. It was I, just a like counterpoint, you know. counterpoint for Super Mario RPG. I genuinely think there's probably some licensing thing with Square. Oh yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. like a one to one ratio. Wasn't in the movie. I'm not saying <laughs> like a one to one ratio. Like I know, just, I know, I know. Just reproduce the same thing. I'm saying that like. You wanted more know, Easter eggs, is what you're saying. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, saying that. Story that's completely like story. not oh. what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that like there is like an an emotional depth to some of those games where they did sort of expand the idea of like taking a simple story and making it a little more complex and like adding certain characters and stuff like that. That I feel like that little bit of complexity would have lended itself well to a movie like this because the movie was very like simple and stupid. I thought there was like, I did think there was little bits of that grant, like maybe uh, little bits, but I wanted more. Well, like I, this I, is I, a I movie really for babies. What, we're like we're literally thirty year old soy lenials. This is for literal yeah, babies. Yeah, but this is this is also an entity that's been around for but like forty years. Babies deserve years, it, you, you know? know. Babies deserve babies good stuff. Deserve true. more. I and okay, it's fair. Yeah, but like what I what I will say though is like at first I thought Bowser was just sort of this generic villain, but then when we started to kind of see him like with his like minions and like practicing to yeah, his minions, per- yeah. Oh fuck! I shouldn't have said that. Uh, <laughs> oh banana! <laughs> oh boy! Uh, with his, uh, with with his, like uh, he's practicing with like Kamek to promote to Peach. Yeah, there, those felt like little bits of like you know you would see in like Paper Mario. Yeah, like, you yeah. see Bowser's kind of goofy side a little bit more, yeah. and it wasn't like played up like oh I'm Jack Black by the way, which there was a little little bit of that, but it I felt like did I could have did without the song. To be completely oh, honest, I, I feel like the song could have been a little bit better. Just like yeah. peaches, 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 peaches. I was like, what? Can we Apparently, not do more? he wrote and recorded a demo in like a day, which oh, is just oh, like that that maybe maybe workshop it a little more. It, <laughs> and then they played it twice in the fucking movie. Yeah, they, they played did. it like once at the end too, and it's just oh, like, oh yeah, it's yeah. not that good. Don't force but it. But I on thought that like twice. they, there was a lot of well, not a lot. There were some elements of like. You know, pulling that. I don't know. I, I have we, a lot to say about this. But yeah, can we go start ahead, from like the beginning, the, the beginning of the movie yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yes. we're jumping all okay, over so the I, place. I, God, I'm actually as we're talking, I'm actually watching a cam rip of this. I got it to work in my other. Uh, <laughs> so I want to say that, and this might be a minority opinion, but the beginning of the movie was my favorite part. It wasn't I, my favorite, but I actually liked Brooklyn, it. Brooklyn. Yeah, was really enjoyable to me in a way that I was not expecting. I really enjoyed Agreed. watching Mario and Luigi and their plumbing business. And I honestly thought the scene of them like with the dog in the bathroom was Francis. really funny. <laughs> like it's crazy. That, that, none, that, none, of the, none of the games would have none of their adventures or games or no, nothing would ever happen. Paper Mario, Mario Galaxy, none of that shit would have ever happened if it wasn't for Francis. 
the dog who was like wanted to bite them. By the way, was that dog like that design was very familiar? Is that from a I think like, it's yeah, from yeah, that Secret World of Pets? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was I was like, that. is that the dog that, yeah. from that movie? He, that's Which that's like kind of makes sense. But that kind of bothered me. It's the one that Louis, Louis C.K. voiced it. Ooh, why didn't he talk in this movie? <laughs> I have a, a, just a nitpick. <laughs> I just think great. I wish the dog had a more Mario esque design because like, he looked really out yeah. of place. Is kind of my well, thing. a little bit. Like, I was yeah. also thinking, and this is sort of like a morbid thought, but like uh, the dog and Luigi sort of had a little bit of thing. And I was like, this isn't the ghost. This do- dog doesn't die and turn into the ghost dog from, <laughs> oh, from uh, Luigi's, Luigi's mansion? mansion, does it? Yeah, when, that no, would be for, so fucking funny. <laughs> for real, though, one of, one of the few <laughs> laugh out loud moments for me and the fact that they were laughing like I don't I'm hard to make laugh. And so the fact yeah. that there were some laugh out loud moments for me is to me a positive. Uh, when the dog like was, was like giving him the death the... glare and the, like how long they dragged on that, I thought that was I thought that was pretty yeah. Funny. It was like the, like it just like for me, it's like I think all the this felt different from other Illumination movies. Like it felt yeah, like it, Nintendo it had, had such it a tight grip. Had to be. It had to be, but like Nintendo was so fucking protective of their IPs. Like yeah, even like there was like a like Bowser briefly appeared in Wreck It Ralph and like. They were like, yeah, he yeah. can't talk. He won't drink his coffee that way. He doesn't look like that when he crosses his legs. Like they were so specific. So imagine all of those restrictions. Like for this movie, it was like Illumination's probably like we can't do anything we normally would do that, which is a good thing. Uh, yeah. And then it was all like basically Nint- Nintendo was just like using them as a parasite for like their animation studio good. or something, as right. it should be. Again, yeah, which is good. I mean, I did good. get a sense that there were also like fans were like people there were at least some people at Illumination working at this movie who were genuine fans of the franchise I, I which would it. be hard oh, for which sure. would be for hard sure. to not find some Mario fans like right. anywhere yeah uh, in but it's like there's there are so many video game annotations where it's like Dude, people love like the Resident Evil movies. Couldn't you get people who actually gave a fuck and the movie wouldn't suck, you know? But yeah. it happens. I I guess like let me see who are who are the directors for this. I'm trying to see. Like they, I think they worked on um, I think the Teen Titans Go movie, yeah, and maybe the Lego movie or something. I don't know if that's 100 percent true, but I wanted to We're say as a general Google note, this. It's too much work. Yeah, no, I, I tried for a second. I, I want to say quick. as a general note, just uh, that I thought the movie looked fucking incredible. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, uh, which, it looks amazing. Which was better than like I was expecting it to look fine, and even from the trailers, I was like, and maybe it was like seeing it on the big screen that really helped. But I was very satisfied visually with how Same. it looked. Same, yeah. And I, I was speaking of visually, I don't will. But speaking of the Brooklyn stuff, though, like in the designs, because like Nico mentioned, like the dog could have looked a little more Mario like. So the people, all the people, looked very Mario like. Which I appreciated. Like, and it, we also saw a glimpse of Mario's family, which I feel like I should have hated because I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't yeah. be doing this. It yeah. definitely, but like, I liked it. I, I liked it. There was definitely an aspect to it where, like, it almost felt wrong, but it could, it, but it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't like, what the fuck? I hate this. It was just, it felt yeah. like intrusive to me. Like, I should well, have and I think, this. I think also, like, Mario's dad was voiced by Charles Martinet, yes, which was, was sort of yes. like, okay, like, you know, I, there's like something there, you know, in the same way that we talked about in The Last of Us, how like the voice of Ellie played Ellie's mom. It was sort of like a weird ana- yeah. analogous type yes. thing, you know. Analogous? No. Analogous. Analogous. Um, yeah, it was Anal-gus. also like weird, I guess, just the idea that like, yeah, they are human beings that live in like 
human Brooklyn America and that like, yeah, they're plumbers or whatever, but like they dress like that. (laughs) I I wanted to mention really quick. It's a parallel to Odyssey because so and we were talking about this a little bit after the movie because we we sat around like I know you left a little bit earlier, but we sat around and talked for for like an hour. Um, (laughs) I would have liked to, but I had a. No, it's all good. I mean, that's what this that's what this is for. And I, you know, I tried, but I couldn't help myself. You blew it. But the the like what I love about Odyssey, like in New Donk City, is that the people are so realistic. It's so batshit weird that I have to respect it. Right. And I wonder, like, and I obviously the the movie's canon does not have to be the same as the games canon. Yeah, but yeah. I thought, like, it just I I don't know if this is like correct or not. But in the games, is Mario are Mario and Luigi from New Donk City originally? Because that's where no, like, Pauline so, lives. So the original canon, I remember looking this up when like the trailers first came out. And there was a lot of talk about how it was going to be an isekai story, which if people don't know what that means, I actually didn't know what it means before people started talking about it. But it means like someone who's like sort of like fish out of water, like thrust into a world they don't belong to. Um, Yeah. So people were talking about like, what is the actual canon of the Mario franchise? And it is. Let's not get into all that. (laughs) They did originate in Brooklyn. Like the original canon is they originated in Brooklyn. Um, and I believe like the original Donkey Kong t- game takes place in Brooklyn or at least in New York. And then, yeah, the Mushroom Kingdom was like Mario ends up in the Mushroom Kingdom. But so then, that is that's what technically but, but, true but, to the faithful to the canon in, but, a, in a loose sort of way. But, 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 but. If you take Yoshi's Island to Canon, they're from the Mushroom Kingdom and the stork takes them to Brooklyn or where the fuck. Yeah, right, so, right. So, you know, who knows? There's a little bit of magical trickery that's Which going on. Which could still technically be true in this world. We could Maybe. find what, that what out is, later. Oh, Mario what is and, New Mario's City, mom though? and dad didn't bang one out and have two children. <laughs> Gross. Is that what you're saying to me? Whoa. They just sprouted from the ground. Whoa. Like mushrooms, yes. Like mushrooms. Like Maybe that's the, why the Mario toads, doesn't the like toads are apes. The toads are apes. Mario, Luigi, and Peach are like humans. You know, they evolved from toads. I'm just going to assume that's correct. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I don't know if yeah. like New Donk City is like, because in the game, like they all, like it's all, all this, like there's all this Donkey Kong visual stuff. And right, like it's, right. it's looks like they, there's even the same girders you run on from the arcade game. Pauline, who you save, is the mayor of New Donk City. And it seems that people who know who Mario is there, so I'm like... Right, it's convoluted. I, I thought the same thing. I was like, isn't he from there? But maybe I that's think like what he it. makes to be like his new home. This like, definitely won't be a three-hour-long episode. God damn it. We're doing fine. We're doing fine. No, let's get, let's yeah, get let's back, get to, the back movie. to the movie. Yeah. So then Mario and Luigi fall through a pipe and they end up in the Mushroom Kingdom. Well, just that's the canon of this movie. It doesn't have to be the same as the yeah, games, yeah, but that's right. what happens here. So Mario and Luigi fall through. They're in the Mushroom Kingdom. It's an isekai. Whoa, where am I? He meets Toad. You know, Toad's got a frying pan. I thought Toad was a lot of fun in this movie. Could have used a little more of him, but I liked him. Yeah, I felt like it was used appropriately. I just didn't want to get sick of him because like at the beginning, yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm going to get sick of this. And then like, I don't know, over time, it was like, this is fine. You know, you know what? No, I agree. Actually, that's a good yeah. point, because like, I feel like there was a, some stuff I felt like should be annoying and could be annoying and then ended up not being annoying at all. Same. Right. I appreciated yeah. that I didn't really think about the fact that it was Keegan-Michael Key a lot. Uh, he did a great job. I didn't even know that was I, one of the- I did like when a like a, a voice actor would disappear into the character and I wasn't constantly thinking like, <laughs> right. this is that person, mm-hmm. you know. And Which, you know what? Speaking of... <laughs> 
there was the opposite say, of that for sure. Yeah, a lot. I'm yeah. just gonna say it. You know what? I liked Chris Pratt in this movie. Yeah. I thought you, that he, he did exceeded a expectations. Good job. I will. Say, I went yeah. in thinking it was gonna be like really bad, and actually, like I didn't. I just kind of forgot he was playing it. He was yeah. not the worst voice actor in this movie. No, no, all. not by far. Yeah. No, so we'll get to that. I think we all know who that is. Yeah. I was never fully opposed to him as a character, and I went in thinking he would be fine, and I thought that he was fine, but I do still feel like they easily could have found someone else who would have done a better job. Probably. I, Maybe. I, Probably. I, I also understood the placement of, like, I, I think in the in the context, like, yeah, he wasn't my favorite whatever but at the same time it's like i they also did the thing at the beginning where they showed the commercial and you know wahoo we're the mario brothers and then like it shows them watching it and they're like should we have done the voice like should we have done these voices and they were like no no and it was sort of like self-referential and then charles martinet turns around and he goes i thought they were great uh, or whatever you know (laughs) yeah Um, yeah charles martinet's other character he was supposed to be Jumpman or osan i always forget it's one of the two yeah 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 well, he's playing an arcade game in the corner called Jumpman. Right. Who but you yeah, know, also that, like, like guy who was like bullying them. Who was that? that he was the from Wrecking oh, Crew. Oh, fuck, fuck. Yeah. Wrecking Crew. Uh, fucking what that was. Uh, Spike. Yeah. Also, yeah. like Spike looked like he was the kind of guy who records like angry vlogs in his truck. <laughs> yeah. Who yeah. Voiced, these Goombas these days. It's a, yeah, Sebastian uh, Maniscilco, or whatever his oh, name was is. Was that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I also like I I I just want to say this. So before the movie, you know, we all took that picture. We're like, oh, oh we're all doing the soy face and pointing right, like ironically right. and making fun of ourselves. And not five minutes into this movie <laughs> was I doing that like sincerely. <laughs> I was like, I had to, I, I caught myself. I'm like, oh my God. You were, my you were sitting so a seat sore. over. So sore. My jaw You're, was so sore you were, by the end. <laughs> Kevin, you were sitting a seat over for me, but your girlfriend was sitting next to me and she was soy facing yeah. the entire movie, <laughs> like full body know, soy facing. And it was, it was infectious. <laughs> she's, she's very expressive. Um, but like when, when I was like, w- when they like zoomed out from the TV and they were in punch out pizzeria and there's like, there's like glass Joe on the, on the, por- on the picture of glass Joe on the wall and the duck from like the duck from duck hunt. I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh my god! This I did. Is like, I, I think that that was like one of the better aspects of the movie. And of course, you can't make an entire movie out of just Easter eggs. But like, I know. Yeah, you can. You know, it, they, they, it's they, it's, they, it's they, weird they, because I it, it is Easter weekend though. Grant, lest lest we that forget, is true. He, he died uh, for this movie. God bless. <laughs> um, but the I think like in my head, I I couldn't stop comparing it to like space jam you know because that was just Ugh, like yeah. hey remember this reference or whatever and it was like at least it was all within one property sort of thing so it felt like an yeah, achievement yeah. as opposed well, to it, like hey uh the white walkers exist you got we we own them now you know that sort of thing a hundred percent like and i was worried about that because i heard there was going to be a lot of easter eggs and it's like okay i right i hate that i know i'm going to really fucking love that it was but like I thought good. The movie, it was a good it was, interpretation. It was so tasteful. It was so yeah, tasteful. Like, yeah. Space Jam was just like, look, look, it's our toys. Yeah. And I, this yeah, movie yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. this movie's like, oh, feel free to look if you'd like. We have a I, movie going on, but feel free to peruse. We have a lot of Easter eggs on display. I also feel like they did a good job choosing specific references that they wanted to explore. And like, I thought it was going to be just like an overwhelming amount of small, like Easter egg references. But instead it was like, Let's take this one thing and like build a whole sequence around it. Um yeah. and yeah. and 
have all the references within that be part of the larger reference as opposed to just random references. It felt so natural. And like there were so many things like they even had like a there's like a billboard for like Nintendo playing cards, which is like what they did yeah, in like the yeah. 1800s before games. And like it was like, oh, my God, there's so much fucking love in this movie. And it, I, again, it did not hinge entirely on that. It was just like these things that were so clever were just like little like, oh, here they are, you know. Yeah. But anyway. And again, I, it's I, like I, again, a celebration of like this thing's been around for a long time. And so like, you know, the, yeah, the yeah. people in the audience that like are familiar with those things, you know, and if if you're not, then you're just a, a five-year-old that's, uh, you know, sucking on their thumb going, ooh, bright colors, you know. Exactly. There's something for everybody. Right. Um, but I also like, I also like, I know we're hinging on the Brooklyn part a little bit long, but I like when like Mario and his family got in the argument and then he goes up to his room and he's like playing Kid Icarus on yeah, NES. Yeah. And he's got like a Star Fox R-Wing statue on top of his TV. There were just like so yeah, many things. Yeah. And I, I like, I also, I like that he just, like, cause like, it was like not like set in the eighties. Clearly there was like, he, like, you know, they had smartphones. Luigi's ringtone was a GameCube startup. Sound. <gasps> and, uh, <laughs> there was all these little things like that in the movie. Like, and there was like, it was clearly contemporary times, but the fact that Mario went up and was playing NES right, made right. it feel like a lot more, like I, I was watching someone else say this, but it made it, it felt a lot more timeless. Yeah, and also yeah. like you said, a history of or a celebration of the history of all these, you know, all that they put out. Right, and I guess the fact that it was Kid Icarus was also like just the funny choice to go with. Like, mm-hmm. why Kid Icarus? I don't know, but that's funny. Yeah. yeah, it was nice to pick something that was like a little more less mainstream. Not Zelda. Yeah, yeah, not exact. That would have been a little yeah. bit like eye rolly, but Kid mm-hmm. also Kid Icarus is a punishingly hard game. Yeah, so yeah. Like, I thought it was funny that it's like he's playing that game of all games because it is difficult. But uh, I did yeah. like the little mm-hmm. quip at the beginning where they were like, uh, "Look at how you guys are dressed," and like Mario made some joke about like, "Hey, you know, it's it's important to like." have iconic features to make you stand out which is like the entire reason why he has like gloves and a mustache you know sort of thing yeah yeah because like visually you know like those little like things like that it's like in terms of like quip writing joke writing and stuff like that i appreciate more little just like subtle things like that than like the the big like beat you in the face with humor type stuff which you know just didn't roll so well for me i immediately liked the relationship between mario and luigi and i felt like that Made yes. even though they spent most of the movie separated, that foundation right. like carried a like at least a decent amount of emotional weight through the movie. Hundred percent, Baby yes. Mario I was good. Charlie Day was really. Oh good yeah, as Baby Luigi. Mario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Charlie Day fucking killed it as Luigi. I thought yeah, he was yeah. so good. Yeah, and again, if you would have told me ten years ago that fucking Charlie from Always Sunny is going to play Luigi in an Illumination Super Mario Brothers movie, I think my head would explode. I think a like a Luigi's Mansion spinoff would be awesome. You oh, know? dude, you yeah. know they're hinting at that. Like the the parts where Luigi so. was separated in the Darkland or whatever, and he had the flashlight. He's like Mario. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, dude, you know that they want to do it. I think they're gonna do a Donkey Kong thing first, which I, I am so, not yeah. fucking happy about. Yeah. Well, okay, okay, okay. So we'll we gotta we'll keep going. To we, we're, they're in the Mushroom yeah, yeah, Kingdom, yeah. and they go to. I got the movie open right now. I'm looking at it right now. So they're <laughs> the part where Toad is walking him through the plaza of the Mushroom Kingdom town. I was yeah. like, Easter egg, Easter egg, Easter egg. Like the, again, my, the, like Nick, like Nico said, my, my fucking jaw. Yeah, the crazy cap store. Uh, the Yoshi coins from Super Mario World. Um, yeah. just fucking like so much to. Uh, there's so much as a smorgasbord of Easter eggs, basically. Yeah, it looked really cool. When they started going up to the castle, I think I said this to you last night, but that felt extremely inspired, but specifically by Mario World 3D. Or, yeah, th- or 3D Worlds, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't want to correct you, but thank you for correcting me. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, um, I think that one of my favorite visual gags was like at that point in time, like when he's following Toad around and Toad keeps going through different pipes and then he mm-hmm. goes to the part where it's like, there's like six pipes and he goes down mm-hmm. one and yeah. pops up another and then he goes, oh, that's not right. And he goes down one and then comes back out the same one and he's like, well, how did that happen? And then he goes down a different one, and it's like this is like playing the game. Like this is the same it was logic. A si- it was a side-scrolling perspective. Too. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was like, like, dude, this is just- that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, um, and then like we so we get to the point where like they eventually get up to the castle, and Princess Peach is having like a war room meeting. And this part was like I I kind of did laugh a little bit at this because I felt it took itself a little too seriously. Yeah, like they have that big thing come up, and there's that toad with a deep voice. Like, he's like bowser is taking over the jungle kingdom and we have to act fast or else we'll you know it just was like what is going on it was a little like, much I, it was a little i kind of liked it it felt i don't know i liked it but it was funny it just was like it felt like all of a sudden like shit got real so quick and it was like, like i like that there Mario. was like yeah i yeah. like that like they had like the little overworld map of like these are you know like the level design sort of thing it was like oh this yeah. is cool but like yeah the whole like yeah, war room thing was like, eh, this feels derivative a little bit, you know. I don't know. And then but, eventually, you know, we see the castle. You know, it's there's a lot of Easter eggs. There's all the paintings on the wall, the sun room dot, there's sundial on the floor, all this stuff. You know, like Super Mario sixty four and uh, and Mario impeached me for the first time, and she's like, "Oh, you're another human being, okay." And I'm sitting there scratching my chin. Are we going to get some lore here? You know. And then I'm eventually, just, like, not she's much. like, "Okay." I need like I need your help because we're going to try to take down Bowser and we have to recruit the Kong army. And like I guess like I know that Mario and Donkey Kong are like technically of the same universe because um, like obviously the original game Donkey Kong. But yeah. I've always in my mind I've always kind of kept them separate. You know, like Donkey Kong Country feels so it feels like another game series in this in a completely different separate. It's like a reinvention of that character. You know, it like, was, Donkey but like, like I, I was spin off or. No, Mario is actually the spinoff, and then it, yeah. and then Donkey Kong became the spinoff. Because yeah, it's like a. I think that they're both know. the spinoff. It doesn't feel other, wrong yeah. to me at all that they would be included the way that they were. Like, no, it, it didn't. I don't know. They're so like, they are so tied to each other to me, at least, especially in their origins. That like it makes sense to use this movie as a way to explore those characters as well. It'd be weird if they kept them explicitly separate. And like I just was like it just took me a second to get used to because I always for some reason think of them different in my head. But I mean, like you said, to be fair, Donkey Kong is in all the fucking Mario Kart games, Mario Party, Mario Tennis. So yeah, it makes sense why he'd be here. But again, you know, she's like, we got to recruit the Kong army. You know, these guys are a big deal in this world, and they're Bowser's trying to go through each kingdom, take it over, and get the uh, Power Stars. I think they call them right. Yeah, yeah. the superstar. Yeah, the superstar. Super, superstar. Yeah. yeah, superstar. And uh, that's when there's like this training arc, like I need a hero. And Mario's going through the whole thing, and then of course we see, and this is a complaint I saw people have in the movies, like why does Mario need to be there if Peach is so good at this? Because she needs help. Can't yeah. just be her, you know. Can't just be one person who's really good. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like. Yeah, I, sometimes a girl needs help. Yeah, every, I didn't like that they made her a strong it. feminist girl <laughs> boss. I think that that sends yeah. the wrong message to little boys. Which I mean, let's be honest. Like, who do you think is watching this movie? Thirty year old. You know what? Thirty year old men. Yeah. No, I thought yeah. like I like that. I mean, it was good that they didn't go over the top with that. They, yeah, I would have. It could have been cringy, like that. I that Avengers rolled. scene with all the girls. You know. Yeah, <laughs> I I do feel like. 
I do feel like her personality was a little more Daisy than Peach, personally. Ooh. I mean, oh, the, the, very... tom, the tomboy. Here's, no, here's very, what I like. That's a very valid point. That's a very valid point. Here's what I like. I mean, that was the same thing in the first Mario movie. It's like, except that was actually Daisy, right? And the rigid, the shitty. Oh live man, I haven't, one. I haven't seen it. In uh, so I don't long remember since I was a kid. I don't remember. I do want to rewatch it, but <laughs> but I wanted to say. So we haven't talked about any of the Bowser scenes yet. But yeah. what I liked, what I thought, I thought the way they characterized Peach worked because you don't want to make her a doormat in a movie in 2023. Yeah, and also it's like to like uh <laughs> cut you off real quick. I also felt like the the whole thing of like he's rescuing Luigi instead of Peach was also like one like refreshing because it's just like okay, well if they just do oh, he's rescuing the princess, it's just kind of like okay, like yeah. You know, maybe put well, a little more effort into it. And two, it made sense because it's like they're both not from this world. And like, mm-hmm. you know, it it made more sense in the trajectory. And then at the end, of course, she like gets kidnapped by Bowser anyway. So you get uh, you get a little of both, you know. Yeah, well, you get I, to see more of the world look up from Luigi's perspective. Right. And also you get to see his scaredy cat persona a lot more. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Anyway, so Josh. Point, but, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> the point I wanted to make was what I thought was brave was how creepy they kept Bowser's motivations and how like really not shy they were to explore this. He is in love with Peach and he wants her to marry him, a sort of thing, which yeah, I was genuinely kind of surprised that they kept so heavily as part of the movie as they did. Well, I mean, she was like, no, immediately. You gotta. Yeah, yeah, but but just having him be so like over the top about this motivation. I I feel like that would have been an easy thing for the writer to say this is this is too weird for a movie now. I mean I I think it worked just because they played it up so much that it mm-hmm. was just like impossible to take seriously. It's it's right. just like, you know, it, it 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 didn't come from a place of like I'm here to like, you know, uh claim my dominion. It's just like, oh, like a a stupid crazy person with like a, an obscure crush that like like he's just like a big toddler sort of thing, which I right. feel like was better than like to give him actual like adult motivation, which would have gone yeah. down a pretty dark path, you know? Yeah, but they still flirted with it a little bit. Like he yeah, was but, still, you know, like they implied that he would have been fine with her marrying him under like duress. Well, well, did yeah. you guys ever read like there yeah, was like that's in, what happened in the, in the video game? <laughs> right, yeah, I know. which is true. Yeah, but I'm saying or, it's cool was, that they included that in the like they kept that yeah, in the agreed. movie without shying yeah. away from true. it. Yeah. Did you guys ever read this? Like it was like a comic or a manga or something. It was like a Nintendo Power back in like the early '90s. It was called like Super Mario Adventures, I think. I think so. No. I think they had. It was like, like this same, big yellow. This big like yellow book. Actual, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I, re- I used to read that like over and over when I was a little kid. And it was this cool story about like it, it felt like you know I remember like I I actually picked up a copy of it like last year they reprinted it because I lost mine from when I was a kid and I'm like this if they just like follow this for the Mario movie they're they're set you know though I think they'll probably do that for the second one because you know spoiler alert Yoshi's in it right um but they like that the comic book is the same thing of like it, there are so many beats that felt a little bit similar especially with Bowser like. You know, he's this big, like, dumb sweetheart. You know, he's like wants to propose to Peach and all this stuff in the right way. 
Right. And I, I'm, I'm glad, like, and it was similar to how they kind of, like, uh, characterized him in, like, the RPG games, too. Just sort of, like, intimidating, but, like, a, a big, dumb sweetheart, you know? That's yeah. why he's the most popular character to draw Mario porn of, bar none. <laughs> bar none. There, I've, I've bar seen, fucking none. I've seen so much more Bowser porn than Peach or Daisy or Rosalina. Hey, it's, it's easy, you know? It's yeah. knocking, uh... He's a big yeah, it's the mystery of like what does his penis look like? You know, everybody's <laughs> wondering. Everybody's got their own rendition of the it. Important questions. Yeah. Um, so anyway, anyway, yeah. they they go to, they go to the Kong the Kong Island or whatever, and uh, oh, we also see like I, I also love like I because I'm I have the movie open in a small window still here, the part where like Bowser and like he's in that he's in that uh, I don't like I don't want to say with his minions, but all his hench creatures they they're all like rocking out to that band. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Would have been nice. Would have been nice if it was maybe the Koopa Kids in the band. Maybe you know? that's that the been next good, one. Yeah. They, I saw like I someone said like oh, an, be in the next an one. Easter egg was that he was playing like Ludwig's piano, and it's I just like I, I'm uh, at that part right now. Yeah, like it was Ludwig von put, Koopa. Put, put him yeah. in the fucking movie. You know why don't we see them in the movie? That would have been. Do you want to blow like, their load in the first movie? <laughs> yeah, dude, you, they're gonna be in the next one. You're gonna like it's gonna be like you Eric know, Andre's like Iggy or something. I feel like. You know, and maybe this is just like how these companies have been like acquiring, you know, the rights to things and stuff like that. And it totally changes the landscape. But like, for instance, when they made the the Roger Rabbit movie, they were like, this is the one time that we can get both Mo- Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny on the screen in so the same movie. Let's fucking go. And they did it. And I do feel like that there is this like little bit of like with these movies, they're like, we're going to get a sequel. This is going to be, you know, this is going to blow up like Mm -hmm. we're going to do a whole cinematic universe. And so they do withhold Ah, those types of details. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I wish that they did. I wish that they would just go all out and just put everyone in there. And like, you know, for the amount of Easter eggs that they had, they could have did a lot more. They could have put more characters in and then we could have gotten like a a little more of an elevation. But they go like, yeah, let's not blow our load too early. Let's like, you know, this person will will like sort of hint to them a little. And it's just like, just put them in. You own the rights know, to man. all of them. Just yeah, put them all know. in. I don't know if I agree. I the feel movie like people felt, already complained it was overstuffed. Yeah, so it's like been overstuffed, but like was. I don't think that putting the Koopalings in the movie would have been like detracting that, from the main plot. No, line, but there's you know so many. I mean? But like you're saying, your point is there are so many things they could have done that with. I think with. they're yeah, beyond they like more. an Easter egg, and they deserve to be characterized more. And the movie would be too yeah. long. So maybe but you like, don't have the, to yeah, characterize yeah, yeah, them more. Yeah. You just put them in. But like they, they got to be in the sequel. We already know Yoshi's yeah. going to be in it. I hope Wario is going to be in it. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I would. I, I would be so surprised if Wario and probably Waluigi are not in yeah. the sequel. It just like for some reason like they don't ever like use them in the main games anymore. Like Wario hasn't been in a main Mario game in what like thirty fucking years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At this point, maybe yeah. a little bit less. But I I would have thought that maybe they wouldn't be willing to use those characters. But there were enough things in this movie that felt weirdly toned enough that that I was like, no, I could definitely see the people who made this movie finding a way to use Wario. Maybe. Well, I want to say like after, you know, on the they're on their way to the Kong 
island or whatever. And the scene that really fucking like like hit, like made me like love this a lot was the montage, not the training one, but the montage when they're like Toad, Peach, and Mario were like going through like all the different like areas, like Bob yeah, and Battlefield yeah. from Mario sixty four, Toast Arena from Mario Odyssey, the level from Mario Brothers one, where like there's like the jumping fish on the bridge. It was like yeah. this right. is the perfect way to encapsulate all these set pieces from the games, and I was like, I mm. fucking love this. I almost wish there was more of that, but again, like, yeah, you, you got to do a plot at some point. It's it's just like, I don't know, it, it's hard to find, like, a weird balance of, you know, I guess, again, like, a, a thing that was successful, like, in comparison to, like, other video game movies was, like, um the Detective Pikachu movie, like, I feel yes. like we talked about and I liked a lot. And I think that that was, like, a good iteration of, like, a lot of the same, you know, types of things that we're talking about. And I wish it was more Detective Pikachu than it was Sonic movie. And maybe it was like a little sort of in between the two. You yeah, know? that kind of feels right. Yeah. Because yeah. the Sonic movie, like, okay, I will say this. You know, I don't hate the Sonic movies. I've, I've gone on record in saying I like the second one quite a bit. Right. But like, you know, we all had that feeling of the first Sonic movie when we see Sonic speeding through all the loops and he's in Mobius and stuff. And right. it's like, I wonder what it would have been like if the movie was just that. Yeah. And the Mario movie, the Mario movie was that for Mario. And there was yeah. no fucking donut Lord or any <laughs> bullshit like that. We had to like, yeah, whatever, yeah. you know, and it wasn't following any one specific game, which is like Detective Pikachu. It was like Detective Pikachu took a lot of like moving yeah, parts yeah. and pieces from all the games. Right. And that's what this fucking movie did for Mario. It was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot like that. Like, you know, again, you can sort of like, you know, pick out different, you know, criticisms mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But yeah, that was like a good aspect of it. You know, Zwick in the yeah, chat is Zwick in the chat is like saying Mario also didn't have cop propaganda. So fucking true. <laughs> Wait, what? There's was there cop propaganda in this? In Sonic, no, in Sonic. In, I think in Sonic. Said. Oh, in Sonic. Does, uh, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right yeah, about that. Mario says like, a cab. He actually, they ran right past the cops to get in that giant sewer pipe in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. fuck the police. Hey, I think he telling that, him to shut the fuck up. Who, Who cares? Wick's telling himself <laughs> to shut the fuck I don't, up. I'm watching uh, the movie right now. I can't yeah. be bothered. About that. Con continue. Um, I'm at the part. I'm at the part where they're they're racing around uh, Kong Island. Oh, I also want to say, like, uh, well, we like get into that or whatever. Like, one thing that, like, again, sort of bothered me. It's just like a minor gripe or whatever. But the idea that, like, so much stuff they left completely unexplained, like, and it wouldn't even take that, like, much of like a whatever. But when they're doing like the the obstacle course at the beginning, and he's like, "How do I do that?" and she's like, "Power ups, you idiot!" And it's just like that's not really how the power ups work, and also like. You don't have to explain it in this. Like, it was just like a weird explanation of whatever. And I had the same gripe with Superpowers. like when they okay. get to the carts and he's like, what are you waiting for? Build your cart. And it's like, uh, that's like a weird explanation of like, you, I'll just build your Mario cart. Like, oh, OK, no, no reason. Just build your cart. Like, I don't know. He's like, oh, by the way, we also call them Mario Karts here. We don't know who Mario is. No, <laughs> Wait, they didn't did, do they, that. did yeah, they yeah, actually no. call the... Okay. Counter, I, no, I, no, I, no, I, no. I do, I do Just, gotta say, I do gotta say, yeah. the fact that Mario didn't like mushrooms, I thought that was a little little gay, a little cringe. I was like, really? I, I thought it was kind of... It I thought it was kind of charming. Like when he gets a plate of mushroom spaghetti, he's like, come on, dad, you know, I hate mushrooms. And yeah, it's I like, mind oh, that. he is I, not, I, he is not going to like this. I didn't like how they kept bringing it up though. Like and hammering it in. I agree that that was, yeah, you can do it once. Story. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Doing it. And I was like, come on. Like, yeah, if he had maybe like grimaced later on once or twice, like that'd be fine. But they like made such a big deal out of it. Well, the fact that they made him he's like Indiana Jones with snakes, mushrooms. you know, Ugh, why'd it have to be mushrooms? Yeah. <laughs> 
It's not as. But then anyway, no, not as good. I'll give you that. Yeah. So uh, the, the so Kong they, Island thing. Yes, that's where I'm at in the movie right now. Um, watching it muted, by the way. Don't worry, I can hear everything everybody's saying. Uh, it's kind of interesting that, like, you know, in the lore of this world, like that the Kongs invented the kart racing thing. I thought that was kind of fun, actually. And it was also like they can't not include Mario Kart stuff in this movie because, like, Mario oh, yeah. Kart is so fucking popular. It is like like Mario Kart Eight on Switch is like one of one of Nintendo's like fucking best selling games ever by a decent margin and there's like the phone game too it's it, they could not put it in here you know what i mean and then i thought that rainbow road was like one of the most fun things you know yeah. like 100%. in the movie there were deliberate references the- to diddy kong racing right like isn't the part where uh, like they're going up towards like the castle where he like the cart like takes off and like starts flying towards the waterfall isn't that like a level in diddy kong racing I don't know. I think that's like there's something like that in um, maybe Mario 8, probably. Yeah, because they have the gliders in there. Yeah. Yeah. But there's like a flying element in Diddy Kong racing, too. I mean, yeah, you can fly planes, but like the gliders are specifically for Mario Kart. (laughs) Right, 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 right. right. Okay. (laughs) So then, uh, you know, they get it. They finally get to the Kong. The Kong, uh, they meet the Kong King, the King of Kong. Remember that movie? Mm -hmm. They they meet, they meet. They meet Cranky Kong. They should have put that guy in the movie. Okay, I they got should have had Billy this Mitchell is, instead. I agree. This is the one part of the movie I got beef. So Cranky Kong. Ah, uh, yes, I think we Cranky all do. Cranky Kong in the movie is Donkey Kong's son. However, in the in canon, the games, the original Donkey Kong is Cranky Kong. So his son I is Donkey this. Kong Junior, and then modern day Donkey Kong is Donkey Kong Junior's son. He's Nico. There is, and like, I'm, I'm going to plug this. I didn't work on it, but it's a good video. There is a really excellent hard drive video where uh, Fudge, who runs the channel, did a deep dive investigation on who is Donkey Kong Jr. And a lot of the lore has been retconned or changed, but most of it actually does say that uh, Donkey Kong Jr. is the, like Donkey Kong Country Donkey Kong as a kid. And he grows up to be like the one with the tie. We all know when did they when they fucking retcon this shit? Because I think in like DK in the original, know. Do- whatever. So okay, we're changing changing the canon. But I still- and then but in Donkey Kong Country, he does say like I forget. He says my idiot son or my idiot grandson. I fucking forget. Yeah, it does seem like it would have been hard to be faithful to that original canon in a way that didn't require like an annoying level of exposition. Well, well actually, uh, he's not technically my son, but I, I also felt yeah, like, didn't right. they do that <laughs> like in Donkey Kong 64 also? Was it just like, yeah, my midwit son sort of like, I, I feel like that's just sort of like, who care? You know, I don't, there's some things where I, I really can't pick gripes with literally everything, <laughs> you know? I hadn't really noticed the design in the trailers, but Donkey Kong's design in the movie I really liked because it felt very, yeah, I very faithful to it. like. Uh, oh, I don't know. I, it felt really faithful to like original Donkey Kong art, yes. As opposed to like they didn't make yeah, it more like that, I guess. they didn't make it more like Donkey Kong sixty four style. They made it. It more was a perfect like, mix. I thought it was like yeah, a, a little, little bit of a mix. I, I feel like I prefer the donkey kong country slash dk64 designs more but you know whatever yeah and i mean like they so then anyway like you know there is this battle arena where they're i don't know i guess is this supposed to be like smash bros or something kind of like they're fighting each other in front of everybody kind of and And again another thing where he was like uh we'll go ahead and you can fight my son uh there's power-ups in the level you're welcome mario and it's just like how does he know that the power-ups like work and that there are power-ups and that the power-ups are just a thing that exists and like 
It's just one of those things where they're like, just yeah, DK shouldn't fuck know it, that. whatever. It doesn't matter, right? Like, just yeah, we had to include. It's I, I almost would have just them said nothing and just not addressed it and just been like, yeah, there's some mushrooms there. Uh, I don't yeah, know what no, they do. I, like, I, don't, I, I, I don't didn't, know. I didn't think about that, but I, I do agree with you. Green. I it did just, like that the DK rap was in it. I was kind of like it. That was cool. Yeah. I was like, yeah, DK, Donkey and then, of course, you know, we talked a little bit after the movie, but it, it bears repeating. Uh, Grant Kirkhope was so excited before this movie came out. Like, he's like, everybody sing in the theater when you hear the song come on. And then, like, the movie comes out. He's like, ah, oh, fucking hell. They didn't. And his, his name's him. not in the credits. He yeah. And he's been, put, like, tweeting about it all week about how depressed he is, which is like, I mean, it's <laughs> That's so he's, sad. But it's like, okay, to be, to be right. I know they should have. But, like, to be fair, like, there was, like, another song from Bowser's Fury. Like in the credits, it just was like you know Bowser's Fury from Super Mario 3D World. Right, I saw that. Bowser's yeah. Fury. That shit is composed- not nearly as iconic as the DK rap. True. Right, I, I, right. I know. I know. I know. They should have done it. It has vocals and everything and lyrics. They should have done it, even if it was brief. But love. I love cool, this segment. Though. I I actually I really enjoyed the fight between DK and uh, Mario a lot more than I thought I would. It was fun. You know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. I, 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 he got oh he got the cat box <laughs> uh, I like that actually quite a bit I and will I say all like the, all- uh, I, I didn't think that Seth Rogen's voice acting was bad but it did take me out when he would <laughs> that felt so like, intentional does. where they were like yeah it'll be funny if we just have him do the Seth Rogen thing agreed I think he but just like didn't DK care. does that he just I don't think like, Seth Rogen even cared like I don't know I no, don't, I don't no, think so don't either think- but no. that's not, he's not even the worst Kong voice actor. Let's no, see. and like, no. I was going to say real quick, I liked all the Easter eggs to like, you know, you had Diddy Kong, Dixie Kong, Chunky, Chunky. Kong, Chunky all the, was in there, Swanky yeah. Kong, all these people in the crowd. And then, yeah, Cranky Kong, he was kind of a mixed bag for me in this movie. His design was a little bit like weird. Uh, like, yeah, I, I didn't guess even to- totally clock that it was Cranky Kong at first. And I, I kept expecting to see an actual Cranky Kong. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is, this is Cranky Kong. <laughs> Yeah, and then because he didn't I think look old all, enough, his voice, uh, Fred Armisen was a little bit. Uh, Not I didn't even know. I didn't even know it was Fred, Fred Armisen going just in, did, and it took me a while to realize he did the only voice that he like knows how to do, which is like the old Jewish lady in Portlandia type voice. Yep. And it's just like, oh my god, for Cranky Kong, you're doing. Oh, Should have Larry uh, David do it. Like, do it. Or literally oh anybody, like that just been somebody amazing. that sounds like a cranky old man, not like an yeah. old Jewish woman. Like I, I don't didn't think it was great. I but hate it, that. It didn't. It didn't. I don't know. It didn't like great on me or anything. Now I'm pissed off. It wasn't Larry David. <laughs> I'm just pissed off. It was Fred Armisen. I just don't think Fred Armisen's that great. I like him from time. I don't know. I, I like him in different stuff. I've never stuff, watched I, anything with him in it. So. I think he can be very funny, but I've also seen him do some incredibly cringe stuff. Never watch his fucking stand-up specials. They are so bad. Like, he has one called... The the only reason I've watched one is because he did one called, uh, called... Or, like, comedy for drummers or something, because he's a drummer. And he, like, tried to do this, like, hybrid... Like playing drums on stage while doing stand-up comedy. I feel like I've seen clips of that. Fucking terrible. So bad, like not funny and not interesting for drummers at all. Right, it's just tragic. The worst of both worlds. That sounds like it's some kind of weird alt comedy thing, but it's not uh, though. It's so like straightforward and just oh, I see. like crazy. Okay, anyway, um, about Mario. 
Yeah, Mario, Mario. No, let's keep uh, going. Wahoo. So then, yeah, what, what got a chuckle out of me is like, you know, he he beats DK. Again, amazing fight uh, up there. Top 10 anime fights of all time. <laughs> and he, you know, then the cranky's like, okay, you'll have access to our carts. I love, they go to the garage. I, my brother made a comment about how it was like, uh, it was like the Rebel Alliance in Star Wars. You know, they're all yeah. in the hangar. I was gonna yeah, I love the I, yeah. cart building sequence. Grant, and the music was like, like no, no, no. That? I thought that like the the jumps and explanation of saying that like instead of like having some sort of like in logic in universe logic of just like okay, here's what you have to do. Like they just went, why are you standing around? Build your carts, and it's like that's a like just a very just like jump in like a logical like, and I feel like they made a lot of those types of just like jumps in dialogue throughout the movie and that it was just very lazy it just felt lazy to be like go ahead build your carts and it's just like they didn't even know that carts were a thing until a second ago like it just well i mean stupid but they're also like the kongs are all very like sort of egotistical and sort of like yeah, but blonde. Princess and Peach so to them, they're just like, the this same. is normal for us. It Princess Peach also did the same thing. That's what I'm saying is that a complaint that I oh, had okay. was like that they're not explaining things, but they're just relying on you as a, you know, audience to just sort of go like, yeah, well, they would do this or whatever. But that, that is inherently that. lazy writing. Server or something. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for my drink. No, I I did like how like the Mario Kart Eight music plays like dun 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 yeah. dun 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 dun, dun. Yep. and they're like they even have like the same like you know pick your cart your wheels your yeah flyer. yeah that, that was got, like that a fun yeah, me, yeah you know that was a humorous Easter egg um, and then they actually you know they get the carts they're racing around they get, and when they get to Rainbow Road like that was one of my favorite musical cues in the whole movie because it's like the Super NES like Rainbow Road track and it's like one of my favorite like like OST tracks from any game. Is like yeah, the super yeah. like super Mar- Super Mario Kart on Super Nintendo has like one of my favorite soundtracks of any game ever, and that's one of my favorite songs in the game. And it's like hearing that music like in the big theater speakers was so fucking cool. Yeah, watching yeah. them all like you know, a lot of and the yeah, music felt- in general. Again, like not the not the like musical stingers, but like the the score I thought was like very very good. Yes, yes. yeah, I really enjoyed the way that they used the music. I feel stupid because I probably just straight up missed it. Or, like, wasn't conscious of it at the time. But was there any point where they significantly used, like, the Bob on Battlefield music? I don't remember it at all, actually. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't remember that's, it. That is literally my favorite piece of Mario music. And it it's very never iconic. stuck out to me. <laughs> I mean, oh, the, the, the sequel. Sequel. Yeah. That's what I was saying in the car. I'm like, I'm like anything, any well, Easter egg like, they missed, I just go sequel. Yeah, I almost um, consider that song as, like, synonymous with Mario as the main Mario theme. <laughs> It's definitely up there. Um, they did have King Babam at the end, which I thought oh was like my a God, cool dude, addition. I love that. I love that. And King um, Boo. But anyway, there. A lo- oh my God, he was so happy to be there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like you know, the, so I'm at the part here in the movie. I'm watching it again in a tiny window. Um, wish I could hear it, but I can't because I got to pay attention to the show. Uh, they're all going on Rainbow Road. All the Koopas are racing after them, shooting shells. This was a fun part. You know, again, it felt like the obligatory, we have to acknowledge Mario Kart moment, but also it wasn't exactly like Mario Kart, which at first I was kind of like, eh, you know, they're shooting like a turret gun and stuff of like banana peels. and Yeah, uh, they they were loose rockets. with how they implemented like the different mechanics. It was, it felt was like fine. they took... They took like inspiration from uh, Mad Max Free Road. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna make that comparison. Yeah, 
I really yeah. liked how they had like the the hover car thing where like the wheels would turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just a nice reference where it's like if you play the games, you're just like you you right. know what that is. Um uh the only thing I think that really bothered me that I thought they put in kind of not gracefully was when like the one Koopa at the end was just like blue shell. And <laughs> exactly. That's I had the same thought. Same thing. Like I had yeah. That's sort of what I'm talking about with like the complaints of like you're just okay. I had the same thought, but like at the same time, whatever. I'm also at the part like in the movie, like one one of my favorite Easter eggs in the whole movie is when he's getting away at first from the blue Koopa. And then Mario takes the jump off the side to the extra Rainbow Road thing. And it's like, yep. that is such a deep cut yeah, to that yeah. Mario Kart 64 Rainbow Road. And it's like that unofficial shortcut. And they actually reference that in the movie. I did like yeah, that. I, yeah. I, so, I soyed I, pretty hard at that moment. I soyed so fucking hard <laughs> in my pants. <laughs> All right. Alrighty. Uh, anyways. I mean, my face. Fuck. Even better. Yeah. Uh, so then again, blue blue shell. And he throws himself. He <gasps> kamikazes yeah. him. He fucking jihaded just, himself. Yeah. It just felt kind of forced. It, again, uh, agree, I, agree. I feel like, like, you know, again, that's just like a stupid, Ugh. logical whatever. But like, the, like I feel like it would have been both time-saving and less cringeworthy if there was just a blue-shelled Koopa that they yeah. were like, okay, bring him out, and they fire, and it's like you don't even have yeah. to explain it because we know. Instead, and he of goes like, in a shell and he throws. Yeah, him. the fact that he just yeah, yeah. yells "blue shell" and then yeah, transforms yeah. into a blue I, shell. I just hated those parts of the movie. Yeah, they had to. Kind of, I feel like they kind of had to spell that out a little bit too much, but you know, he gets blasted off, uh, blasting off again, and then him and DK get sent into the ocean. And this was a part like we didn't see in the trailers at all, so this was kind of a refreshing moment. I like this a lot. Because Where they get saw, eaten oh, by the fish. Well, before, the actually, eel. no. Before that, because okay, there was also the fucking double dash reference, like in the like when they're yeah, both like they're both deep, like Mario's oh, yeah, in the back yeah. of like yeah. Oh my god, so cool! It's like you. It's like they would again. So much fucking love was put into this movie, like referencing multiple Mario Karts so tastefully. You know, mm-hmm. them getting eaten by the fish was maybe the weirdest eel. part of the movie Unagi. for me. Was that a reference to something? Yes. Well. Yeah, what? I mean, it was a reference. It was like a, it was a reference to like the eel from Mario sixty four. Okay, which they ended up like bringing back in Mario Odyssey, but he's like has a more realistic design in, in Odyssey, which is what they used in this movie. Josh, do you mean the the eel itself, or like the weird like just interaction just, between Mario and Donkey Kong? The, oh, just was- just the part where they were like, okay, we have to have Mario and I guess Donkey Kong two be kind of like sidelined for a moment. But like the, what they decided so they to do with that, where they're like, okay, they got eaten by a fish and they're in a fish and well, they have an to eel. get out of the fish. And it just felt it's a reference. I don't know, kind of. This, I mean, it just it's felt a random. To, it's a reference to this this um really famous story called Noah and the Whale. I'm just. <laughs> it's a reference to Pinocchio. Yeah, it wasn't from any specific. It wasn't from any specific game, but I liked it a lot because like we also like saw a lot of the undersea life and there's that part where like uh dk gets hit in the face by the blooper and it's on his face and it's got the same right. expression in the eyes I, I thought that was fun i did think that one of the funnier jokes that did land is when he was like my dad just thinks i'm like some stupid idiot that just crushes things and mario's like yeah my dad thinks that i'm a failure too and he's like well your dad's right <laughs> yeah that was funny i actually that was that actually was pretty good. funny yeah i did like that yeah the bonding moment between DK and Mario, I'm like, I didn't Are know I needed this, but yeah. it's like, oh, we're both fail sons. 
So if they're not exactly, concept, yeah. he's like, but you are though. I thought that, that yeah, was yeah, effective. so great. Um, let me just. So then, yeah, that part, you know, all the coo- all, I liked all the little Koopa clown cars that pop up, and they 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 they're capturing all of the like the Kongs and uh, right. everybody, and they're all in the same like lava prison with Luigi, who we don't see for a bit. And then there's like the Luma from Mario Galaxy. I thought that was a nice right. um, Easter egg. I thought the character's a little bit annoying, but they way overdid it. The, like again, like in terms of like the like the screen time of some things versus another, other things, and feeling like it's too condensed and what I like. Oh, this it's too like bloated or it's too not enough or too much or whatever. Like those were the parts where it's like you could have added that character for a second. And cut it out completely and like added a couple more things, you know, like in terms of like the economy of shit. I kind of liked it. I, I guess Shut I really agree wrong. that they overdid it a little, but they I don't did know, overdo from, like, it. From like a kid's movie perspective, like I thought it was funny that they were like, hey, yeah. here's this nihilistic suicidal oh, you think, you character. Think that children need to, children yeah. need more suicidal ideation yeah. in children this country. Will you find think that, that the funny. problem in this them. country is that children don't have enough suicidal ideation. For- I think dark comedy for children is underrated. And also they, need, like it. they need to grow up. The in. world, world it was is a little edgelordy. And... It was a little edgelordy. You're an edge For lord. adults, but for like children, like, I don't know. Like, how many movies I was, do stuff like that? I sitting there squirming in my seat. Oh, boy. I don't know. It just wasn't I'm not it saying wasn't it was amazing. Funny. <laughs> it wasn't funny. It just didn't serve any purpose for me. I thought it but can I give? Sucked. I want to give a shout out to the Penguins, though. It was a little funny. We, we, we kind of over that. I fucking love the penguins. They're so cute. The opening scene, you know, we've all I've, we've all seen the trailer before. Like that was like, yeah. you know, th- that part of the movie. I was like, well, I've already seen this part. You know, it's yeah, kind of waiting for it to be over. Little, but it's also yeah. a really enjoyable part. And then seeing them later on in like the cage and stuff, like the yeah, king penguin, yeah. who's like, this is depressing. Yeah, but like the first five minutes or so of the movie was everything we had already seen from the trailers. Like we had seen that yeah. entire Bowser penguin yeah. sequence, and then we had already seen the commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of weird how like everything there was just like oh i've already seen this yeah well that's movie trailers for you but you know that being said you know after that they get out of the whale uh dk uses his uh uh, part of the cart to blast out of there which i'm like is this a fucking reference to dk barrel blast the game that nobody likes on the Wii? <laughs> or just donkey <laughs> kong country i guess sort of well i guess that's not true. really i guess yeah, you shoot have, between got- barrels but you don't yeah. barrel. Yeah. So then after that, we we cut to the, the wedding is happening because Peach agrees to marry Bowser because we also miss this part. Uh, Bowser is like, or he Kamek is using magic to like torture Toad, and he's yeah. it looks like he's like breaking his bones and like with magic, and it was like this is kind of like disturbing, you know? Like he was in like like Toad is such a jo- joyous character, and he was so like viscerally in pain during that scene. Mm-hmm. No, maybe it was like, no, don't hurt him. He's just like a little mushroom guy. I know. He's it was, just it was an upsetting to watch. Man. So can you blame Peach? You know, she she was like, all right, fine. She marries him and she's got, you know, she's got something up her sleeve, but she goes to the wedding. Um, hey, might as well call it the red wedding, right, guys? Because <laughs> of how, how crazy this was. Yeah. Um, and then, It was like a white because they're wearing white. Well, well, they weren't. Were they? Were they wearing red at the red wedding, or was it just due to the blood? I think because blood. of the blood. Yeah. So my joke actually makes sense. Oh. Well, my joke also makes sense, just in a different way. No, your joke is a nitpick. Well, anyways. Yes, they're at the wedding, and Bowser's decked out in his Mario Odyssey wedding outfit. Charming. Gotta love that. Yeah, you know, good. very charming. I love. We said King Bob-omb was there. He sits on the Koopa shell. One of the best gags in the movie. King Boo's <laughs> there as well. King Bob-omb. 
Yeah, kick bomb. Did I say bomb bomb? Fuck. No, you said so bomb bomb. Cut that out. You said it fine. I'm just being okay. I was <laughs> just being a little God. shit. And he also falls asleep during the wedding. You know, he's like, he's bored. You know, couldn't be me. Well, it was also weird too because he fell asleep like in the middle of the action. Because like, yeah, there was yeah, a yeah. part where like he was like part of the group that was storming the stage, and then like later, like he was asleep, and it was like, so you didn't Maybe fall asleep narcolepsy. during the wedding. You- Did you ever think of Maybe. that? Yeah, ableist much? Yeah, 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 yeah. I am. So then, so, um, Peach, are you a- are you ableist against me? Who's an ableizer? Is that sure? Sure. I think. Are you so. doing your own form of bigotry? Yes. Possibly. I'm not. I'm not actually 100 percent sure, but I reverse think so. Uno card. Yes. So then, um, Toad hands uh, Peach her bouquet. We all know there's probably a gun or something in there, but <laughs> she has the bouquet, and it's a uh, it's an ice flower. Ooh, that's a nice power up. We haven't seen that in the movie yet. And she gets the ice flower. She's shooting ice balls at everything. And this is a cool moment for Peach because, like, it let Mario kind of do his own thing and be useful and have his big adventure. And this is a moment for Peach to not, she is a damsel in distress, but she also has this moment that wasn't too kind of cringy, girl bossy, you know, entertaining mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. And, um, Mario. Toad did and- make that joke, though, where he said, uh, that's how you princess. And it's like, oh, yeah. well, okay, yeah, do a little <laughs> of that. About yeah. that. Yeah. I, I didn't hate it either. Like, it could have been, fine. I don't know. It was whatever. It's just we need to have our audience know that, well, well we don't we don't agree with regressive sexist stereotypes. We're self-aware. Yeah. That's like, hey, how come this is, a, this is this is not that big. You could have yeah. just did how it and not announced it. she's a princess and not a queen? That bothered me. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that was weird. They made yeah. yeah that Maybe because she's like, not married. We also glossed over really quick. If that this the movie Lord, was really feminist. They would have made her queen Peach. Well, okay. remember the lore dump where we found out that like <laughs> Peach is like I'm not from here. Yeah, yeah. And they made me like their princess, and I'm like, okay, well, where is she from? We still don't know. But they hint that she came out of a pipe from somewhere, maybe Brooklyn. <laughs> literally it was. it was just like like some shitty parents who who like did lost their kid <laughs> just threw her into the sewer <laughs> no we don't we don't really know we have no <laughs> explanation she down could not be flushed from, her down the toilet she could be not <laughs> from earth baby <laughs> so then um you know anyway there the wedding's happening and we get this amazing sequence probably the best in the whole movie of DK and Mario like running through all the enemies and yeah, platforming that was fun. and jumping that was like one of my favorite parts and like, dude, like the musical cues, like they the, when they they play the athletic theme from like Mario World, yeah. and I'm not afraid to say it, dude, I got full body goosebumps in that moment. And then they played the fucking like Mario Three athletic theme when he gets the Tanuki suit and he's he's flying around. I'm like, oh, this is like, why am I enjoying this so much? That was good. It was a good part. It was good because it was visually well done. Yeah, it was. It was very like this fun. is how I felt like in the Sonic in Sonic Two, and like I'm like, is he gonna go supersonic here? <laughs> Hell yeah! Like brother. it was, just, it was the same fucking feel, but like times ten, and like we D, fire DK. They oh he can do that. <laughs> you know, oh, they yeah. do that. illumination. They can do, do that. Yeah. It was like DK. Yeah, DK never. You know, he didn't really because power ups not a DK thing. So seeing DK, you get the fire flower and throwing fireballs, and they're running around jumping on the Those Goombas Kino and everything. So say. fucking sick. So sick. And then if that wasn't good enough, we cut back to the wedding and Peach throws a fucking fireball to King bob and he's freaking out. I kind of feel bad because I actually got the scene open here now. He looks like sad as he's about to die. Like very sad. Yeah. You know, his whole expression becomes very down dour. With, down with the, the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. Killed. I don't Yeah. Know. Fucking, you know, King's got to stand together, I guess. And where was King Boo during that exchange? He just sort of disappeared, as he's known to do. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, we'll see him in the sequel. Yeah, I hope. Or the fucking spinoff, dude. Oh, we didn't see any the HBO booze, series did spinoff. Well, they did say we see booze? Did they, I don't. I don't I, I feel like did we? Not know. well. Certainly, no. None in the theater. I didn't hear any. But in the movie, <laughs> I didn't. I don't think I recalled any any booze. No. We got the uh, the skeleton uh, Koopas or whatever bones. the fuck they're called. Yeah. Oh, love that. Love that. Uh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, there was also talk- like another fun gag where he like uh, like knocks one of the dry bones down and then it just like builds back up and he's like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? Yeah, yeah. He, I can't believe he said that too. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, see, this movie isn't for babies. Weird. Yeah. Wait, it was, I don't remember him saying the F word, but I did, did. think he, that in yeah, the no, final Josh, sequence that Bowser said, oh shit. And I was like, yeah. wait, he just wait. said shit? Honestly, Hold on. now I'm confused. I do have this as like a, I don't uh, believe that Luigi said the f word. No, no way. he didn't. I, he didn't. I, I He's do kidding. have. I do he have did? a gripe. No, this God is not. Man. This is not See, worth Nico pursuing is anymore. Nico saying um, that he did, but Kevin is saying that he didn't. No, I, we, I will we, say me and Nico were both of, yes and in Grant's joke, and then I, I it seemed to confuse you too much, so then I bailed on the bit, and then now you're like saying like debating. But Nico, stop, saying, yes, stop, <laughs> stop. Uh, I will say in terms of like adult theme jokes that like one that they could have that I was kind of disappointed that they didn't is that when they were throwing Bowser at the end of the movie. No one said so long, gay Bowser. It oh. would have been great to just leave in that little bit of like ambiguity of he just goes so long, Bowser. You know, like something like that, where it's just like they know, you know. And but he's I like, feel like they I'm don't bisexual. <laughs> so long, bisexual Bowser. You know, that would have been great. That would have been the Easter egg. That I agree. I would want. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I wish that they had been. Pl- I do just even wish physically they had played up that spin a little bit, like let the spin go uh, on a little longer. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, little I, longer, I, yeah, I agree. But it was still fun seeing that they got rid of him by spin throwing him. Yeah. Like, was a fun. Also, I think we can all agree on this. And like, I was so fucking thankful that this didn't happen. That when Mario first took the mushroom, he wasn't like, dude, where am I? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think about that, but that would have sucked. <laughs> but like there was a part like for a second I was like sh- I was about to like f- I'm like oh my god I was like, shivering in my seat because when he does get the mushroom and he looks down at his hand and it is kind of blurry and glowing I'm like no please don't 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 but then it ended up just turning into him getting big yeah yeah they could have so easily done them oh, dude mushrooms are crazy man oh it's What's also a this? children's movie and the endorsement of like psychologically you know like uh, uh psychedelic drugs like mm-hmm. would be like a very strange <laughs> i i know it, but like you know it's it would be like a nod to all the classic newgrounds flash animations from 20 or years ago or just the adults we all know, watching we all, with their children you know yeah I don't think kids are th- those get people that. yeah Huh, I don't think I saw any of those in our crowd, though. Weird. Oh, yeah. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to say uh, actually, about... I, one. I wanted to say about Mario's character that I liked that they made a bit... I didn't super like how they implemented it, but the fact that they made an important part of his character be that he doesn't give up. Like, that he, yes. like... yeah. Keeps trying to... Because that, to me, felt like a game reference in itself where it's like, yeah, it was like a big part reference. of the games yeah. is you just keep trying and you die and it's like trial and error. So like, that felt like a yeah. nice way to like make that a character trait for him. I didn't necessarily love the way they like called it out. Uh, I felt like they could have done that better where like at the end, like they're just like, you just don't give up. And he's like, yeah, I've been told that it's like, eh, you could have done that. Well, a no, I think he was referring to like Spike. 
I think he's referring to Spike in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. also, well, also, uh, Peach says it to him after the Donkey Kong fight. It's like a recurring so, theme, oh, okay. yeah, which yeah. again, um, it makes sense, but it is one of those things where, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I, I would have liked. Baby, I th- oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Go ahead. I was going to just say before I forget, I thought Baby Luigi was cute and so was Baby Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, like we already did. We already did say that. We talked about oh, well, that already. I don't remember. I so, I, and they were, they were adorable. They were, very they were very adorable. adorable. But yeah, I would have uh, liked. Nico, if, how much are you? How much were you like? Oh my god, prequel, please. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> with, that the entire time with Yoshi. Actually, okay, so my boyfriend was like telling me the entire time. He was like, he's like, I'm so mad. Where's the Yoshi? Where's the Yoshi? And I'm like, I'm more mad that, that there's no Yoshi than you are. It's like I'm. Just, I'm like, yeah, you're being such an empath. <laughs> I'm just, Dude, and I know, like, in, in, I'm in the car on the way to the movie. My brother was like. How much you want about the end credits, like post, like the Easter, you know, the Easter egg at the end of the movie is going to be an egg of Yoshi. <laughs> and I remember like, I, I turned around and saw him and he just was like pointing at the screen. So I um, thought, that, oh, are we still going? Well, I guess I, I didn't mean to jump to the end of the movie because like I'm, I'm still watching it here. I mean, I'm, almost, I'm almost through the whole movie right now. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to say one more thing about my thing it was just that um, when they're doing the obstacle course with Peach, I would have appreciated if like, because at the end of that, He's like, but I didn't. She's like, yeah, you're you're coming with me, and he's like, why? I didn't finish it, and she's just like, yeah, but you almost did. I would have liked if she had like said something, maybe like, yeah, but the fact that you like kept trying and didn't give up is what's important, or something. Yeah, didn't you just say like, you didn't like that they kept saying that though. No, but I, but I, I would have liked that. I think that, that there's more useful ways of, of like, than yeah, no, I'm I'm with Josh on that. I think that there's like better and worse ways to like write those types of things in. You know, and to just like reference it like out of context. Like, I think that that's the big thing is that like if there was like a little more contextualization of some of these quotes and of some Mm -hmm. of these ideas and if they repurposed them just a little better to just like make the writing feel more just down to earth and grounded instead of just like just throw out that quote just somewhere in the movie. It would have felt better there, you know. I did still like that interaction between Peach and Mario, though, because... It's kind of funny too because yeah. it almost was like an interaction between two gamers where she was like, where he was like, "You got it on your first try, didn't you?" And she's like, "Yeah, but I grew up here." And it kind of feels like someone like like having someone play Mario for the first time. Ah, They're like, "Yeah, yeah but yeah, I grew yeah. up playing these games." Okay, so. that's actually a, that's a really interesting read, and I actually I like that a lot. I yeah, like that too. And like you know, there's a lot of moments we're talking about parts we liked. There's so there's so many moments I can think of like how this could have been so much worse. Another yeah, one for yeah. that sequence is like, and she's like, "Don't worry, we got plenty of these." And she pulls out like a green one-up mushroom or something. Thank God that wasn't there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been cringy because it was like it was less of like, "Oh, Mario dies, he comes back, he dies, he comes back." It was like, no, he just keeps, he doesn't give up. It was more of like an indomitable spirit thing as opposed to like, yeah, yeah, video game reference one-up, and it wasn't that. Thank yeah, God. You yeah. know what I mean? I agree with that. So then they're at the wedding. Bowser is like getting cucked hardcore. He's getting angry. He's still encased in ice and he gets so heated up. He breaks out and then he shoots out. Well, okay. He shoots out what was a bonsai bill, but he incorrectly calls it a bomber bill in the movie. Yeah. I I have a funny feeling. I know why. Because they don't want to have the uh, kamikaze association. I'm like, bonsai! You know? I, I mean, maybe... I don't there know. Maybe I'm reading into it too sort much. sort of talk behind the scenes. I mean, again, you don't know like what they're saying. Like 
you know, like you were saying about like Bowser doesn't cross his legs like this. He doesn't drink his coffee like this, like that sort of thing of like, yeah, we don't use this Nintendo terminology, wouldn't. you know, it feels like it would be weird for Nintendo to not notice that. So maybe they want yeah, to it, yeah. change the name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I also. So then, like, he shoots him around. Mario's, like, chasing him. Like, he's leading him astray with... He's got the Tanuki suit on. And I thought it was funny when Luigi's like, Bro, why do you look like a bear? You know, yeah, nobody yeah. got it right. Somebody else said he looked like a raccoon or something. But... Yeah. Uh, Tanuki. Dude, though, though he did... Well, I was disappointed that Mario didn't correct anybody. Though I guess he wouldn't know what it is either. Right. You know? <laughs> but then I love that he's, like, leading him away from the from the chase. And then he even, like... T- like, they're at Peach's castle. And it was, like, in Melee. That, that stage of, like, you know, and, like, there's a giant bullet bill that's like yeah, approaching the castle that is from right. yeah and then and then he get he starts flying him away further because he and he hits him. i like that like he just hits him he spins and hits him with his tail and, and like he gets all pissed off and stuff it was actually he was actually kind of intimidating you know it was yeah, like uh yeah. it reminded me of uh the fucking um uh brave little toaster that giant magnet you know when they're in the junkyard mm-hmm. and he's like got those like death eyes like chasing him down um, so then Mario has the bright idea. He flies past the pipe that he came in from Brooklyn. And I thought this scene was a little bit insensitive because Mario's flying him by and he leads the bullet bill through the pipe to New York and the fucking twin towers explode again. <laughs> I know. I was like, whoa. Like, I'm like, what? I was, I was like, why did they put like, that in is here? Is that pipe or is that bullet bill just going to go straight to, to Brooklyn? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He leads and, uh, a giant fucking like explosive like aircraft to new york yeah smart right. move einstein yeah. i know can't believe they went there though kind of brilliant. i know i know but the, the effect it does is, have is it like yeah. kind of like blows up the whole like like connection between worlds and causes yeah, them yeah. to like collide which, which i also yeah, which, thought was like effective because it's sort of like bringing it all back around circular that it's like mm-hmm. oh well now we're in like the real world sort of thing and like Oh, Mario, who's been a loser up until this point in the movie. Like, it's like, oh, the entire city gets to see him, like, save Brooklyn or whatever. And that was, I yeah. thought, like, a, a cool, effective, you know. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect him to go back for the final either. battle, but I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. Also, I just realized this movie is, like, the opposite of the Sonic movie. Yeah, Starts yeah. in the real world, goes to fantasy, ends in this. Sonic is, like, the literal opposite. Starts in fantasy, goes to real world, and then there's, like, a thing at the end briefly where it's the fantasy world again, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. What if Brooklyn Which- becomes... New Donk City. Well, I don't Dude, think and I, I had, you know what, Josh? I had a theory about that because it's like, you know, one thing I was kind of confused about because I went up before I saw the movie, I'm like, or the trailers even, I was like, maybe Mario and Donkey Kong know each other from Brooklyn because they used to be rivals and stuff. And I'm like, well, that didn't happen. But, you know, DK's in Brooklyn at the end of the movie. I was expecting a post credit scene where he's like, oh, I kind of like it here. I think I'm going to stay. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's sorry, say, maybe that, I, that if was there Peter had Griffin. Been a- <laughs> I'm sorry. About sorry. <laughs> I think I'm going to stay alone. <laughs> maybe we if there went, had we been went like an hour is. and a half without a Family Guy reference. I think we deserve like a little uh, pat on the back. Yeah, it's uh, like an but, alcoholic. It's like uh, you've made it three months sobriety. Have a beer. Congratulations. Yeah, maybe, maybe if yeah. Bowser had like destroyed <laughs> the like the Kong world. And then it would be like, well, they need to resettle. And now, like, sort of these worlds have sort of merged a little bit. Uh, I, I hate and you that. could also make it where, like, this version of Brooklyn is not necessarily, like, the same real world Brooklyn. It's like... No, it's definitely the real world. <laughs> Though, uh, our friend Danny, after the movie, pointed out that they never do... They never call it New York, though. They just say yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah, which I think, you know, so- like... 
yeah, it makes it that it's kind of like its own thing where it's just like it's a city called Brooklyn that is like a fantasy version of it. The Queens also yeah, maybe it's, isn't it's, uh, maybe it's a borough isn't connected to in the New rest Donk. of like Earth. And it's like, as we all know, in Mario Odyssey, the Mushroom Kingdom and New Donk City exist on the same planet, just in different locations. So not exactly different universes. Could we do more uh, like the movie? <laughs> right. Yeah, but, okay. but maybe sorry, at the sorry. end of this movie, they have like mer- the universes of merged. I don't know. They become the same universe. They'll figure it out in the writer's room and I'll complain about it. <laughs> also, I'm, si- I'm sitting here watching the final fight of this movie with Mario and Bowser in the streets of Brooklyn. So cool, right? So cool. I thought it was cool. I I will say like another sort of like plot hole for me was just like at the end it's like okay Mario's sort of like struggling in his fight with Bowser. Luigi shows up and he's like don't worry I got you brother like you know so long as we're together we're fine. They get the star and then it's like Dude, oh, I was emotional s- at that part. It I'm was like, it was cool. On? It was cool. But the thing that like sort of bugged me a little bit li- a tiny little gripe is we saw Mario do this training sequence at the beginning. And Mario gets good at the run, jump, you know, all that stuff. And then just like at the end, Luigi just like also is good at, you know, I get a little bit of, uh, oh, he is the star or whatever, but it's like. He has a star. He has a star. Okay. Okay. Fair, That's fair, just fair. like, but why? But like he how had can to, he run, jump? He's same actually, as Mario. Grant, I, I noticed something very interesting upon my second viewing in mute here right now. So there is a scene when they're fixing the, the the bathroom in the beginning of the movie. Remember, and like the they break the faucet, yeah, and it sprays all the water out. And Luigi grabs the mirror off the wall and he's like holding it like a shield to stop mm-hmm. the water. Right. Oh. I saw that, and then like remember the end of the movie where he grabs the fucking sewer grate and he's using yeah, it as a yeah. shield against the fire. You know, right. So that's good. That part was cool. I was that was an amazing Luigi moment. I love that. Like you know, he's yeah, like Luigi's almost. Great. I like yeah. when Luigi gets a W. May, yeah. Common Luigi W. I like this the the end scene. It did like start to feel a little rushed to me where they were like, we really have to get this like climactic battle over with so that we yeah. can keep this movie to like an hour and a half. Right. A little bit, but again, that I, I, I was fine with it. I felt like it was an appropriate length to me. Yeah. And yeah. like it, it was like the it was like the Donkey Kong and Mario fight earlier, but like amped up. And I'm even watching it now. I'm like, it's just even like disturbing to see like Bowser just beating the shit out of like Donkey Kong in the streets because it it just feels so more visceral because like it's just this animated thing and like the characters and I don't know if we really touched on this much, but like something so unique about the movie is I love seeing how expressive all the characters are because it's like, you know, in the games, Mario's like, woohoo, yippee. And he might be might be sad if he loses a race or something, but yeah, yeah. all their like facial expressions and like seeing Mario have a full range of emotions and even speak felt like on paper I would be like, no, don't ever do that. Right. This movie. I there felt was the same way. <laughs> there were aspects of it too, though, where like, yeah, Mario is very expressive and emotive, and I, I like, I, I will say that like your your general idea of like who this character is. Is usually one of like happy go lucky, you know, carefree sort of like, but like determined and like, you know, like that there's all this thing, but like that, that he's like it, it, at the bottom line of it all, that he's like this good guy. And I, I almost feel like from like this movie's interpretation that like he was maybe more a little cynical than I care. Like not cynical. I, I don't even feel like that's like the right word because like there was that like determination and like he never gives up or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I almost wish that he was like outwardly a little happier at times or he was just like 
let's go you know like that's just the, that thing where he was just like encapsulating like the carefree nature of mario a little more instead of this guy that's just like confused and bewildered and perplexed and you know like oh what's this you know like i don't i don't know it just felt not a hundred percent within the character but also that like you can't do that for the entire movie but i just wish that i got little more glimpses of like him being like happy you know i i don't know how to phrase you know that what, Grant? that's a good point you know i remember like when we were like really really little like my brother used to just call mario happy yeah. Like, oh, it's happy because like he just always looks happy, you know. Yeah, he's always he, smiling and like, yeah. He there are moments where he's like serious and determined and stuff like that. But like, you know, you watch him interact with like, you know, in the games and stuff like that. Like when he's interacting with uh, like on Delfino Island, when he's interacting mm-hmm. with certain people or you know certain characters and certain things like that. It's just like he always has this like smile on his face, and he's yeah, always yeah. just like, okay, let's go. You know that sort of thing where it's just like this positivity, and I didn't really feel like this mario was like that uh, like there was like the positive undertones but he didn't feel like positive happy-go-lucky smiley sort of thing and i i just mm-hmm. wish that i got like a little more of that i don't, I I kinda, I kind don't of know agree. It was just yeah. like I, a, I, I actually kind of agree with that yeah. yeah there was there was like a bit of cognitive dissonance with it where it was inter- i was thinking about it like at the very beginning of the movie like the scene where after the dinner scene where mario's in his bedroom and then luigi comes up and they're just kind of like commiserating and i was thinking like this is not a mario that i know like this is not a version of mario that like they're not doing like a mario that is super recognizable to video game fans but i was also at the same time thinking like i don't dislike this version of mario it wasn't like like, terrible i just wanted like a little more from it i was just happy that like they gave them character at all yeah, yeah like i yeah. i was almost afraid that they were gonna be really shallow like cut i'm yeah. not saying there they were definitely super deep some or depth anything, yeah but, uh, like i would say yeah. like in, in a weird way like i feel like this movie almost like gave the i know it's like not connected but this almost like gave the games a little bit more of like an oomph in a weird way just like in the games we don't need to hear them talk and stuff that much right, but it's right. like seeing this other side it was like actually i, I appreciated it quite a bit and I want to mention because I'm at the I'm at the fight scene still right now. But you know what scene went so fucking hard is what? when they get that they first get the uh, the power star and they're both standing there like this, and then Bowser like punches. It's like something yeah, out of like yeah. an anime. And, like, yeah, he, like, exactly. Punches yeah, him yeah. And, and then he punches him, and they're just like this. Like they take the hit, <laughs> and then just behind them, they're just this boom, this yeah, massive yeah. impact. I was like, this is too cool. Like it was cool. Too- and then like the music also. Like, yeah, and then they even see like Mario's parents and then like they're like, woo, they're from the window and stuff. And then they get eaten by a piranha plant for a second and they bust out. Yeah. Also, didn't click for me to, uh, until today. And I posted this in the discord. But Mario's dad's design is straight up ripped from Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Oh, OK. Remember Malin, the guy like there's yeah, like, the guy yeah. who's supposed <laughs> to look like Mario and he's got that mustache beard. Yeah, combo that makes and he's sense. Bald. Yeah. That is yeah. Mario's dad in this movie. Cool. So is it, yeah. there's not really much else in the movie to talk about, really. Should we just go um, to ratings? We're at an hour and a half. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm Maybe just going to so wrap up a little. <laughs> Let's just say I'm at the end of the movie. So then sure. there's Mr. Blue Sky plays by ELO. Mario and Luigi set up shop in the Mushroom Kingdom and they're hopping around. They're having a Oh, you forgot time. the last thing. They they um they have Bowser eat like the little, the, 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 the one yeah. mushroom, mushroom that makes you small and they put him in the cum jar. Yeah. <laughs> 
I was going to say I didn't right, like yeah. that that much, but now that you mentioned it that way, I, okay. He, yeah, he now, it. now it's good, actually, yeah. <laughs> and the post-credit scene where, like, somebody was, like, sitting over it. <laughs> yeah, there's just ejaculating on him. That's I it. It'll be very love, easy that was for great... Bowser to get out of this, because all he has to do is, like, get hurt once. Well, did you like when, like, Wario was, like, uh, like crouching over the jar... And like right, Bowser right. was inside. He's like, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I like, they went there. Wario. But but this was for the adults in the audience. Yeah, yeah. We like we get it. You know. Yeah, we get it. Um. Yeah. Uh. Oh yeah. The, and then, of course the end credit sequence with Yoshi and he. You hear the little. Yoshi! I and fucking like, soyed so hard. I was like, that's what I needed. I yeah. There was, yeah. There was one scene where you see a pack of Yoshi's running. I'm like, this better I not know. be it. This better not be it. But then at the very, very end, it was Yoshi. And I was like, hell yeah, sequel, I, babe. I think Grant agrees with me on this that I kind of find this to be the weakest type of post credit sequel. Like, yeah, I thing. hate I do. Which is just, I usually just zoom in on a thing. It feels very much like the end of Sonic 2 with like Shadow. And it's just like. Dude, you like Marvel movies. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? They'll actually set up like a plot thing. Like, this is yeah, literally just. Shit here's no one an cares image about. of a thing. <laughs> yeah, no one gives a shit about fucking. I'm not saying those are anything. I'm not saying that's not Yoshi stupid. That- oh, I'm not saying that's ears. not stupid. I'm just saying this is even stupider than that. Yeah, but Yoshi's better than Ant because at least that's or whatever yeah, something. Marvel Ant shit. Like, yes, it's like, oh, here's some superhero. fucking wa- like Wonder Bitch or whatever. I don't know Marvel shit, so I'm just making shit up. Here's I guess. Wonder Bitch. Wonder don't get me wrong. I love Yoshi, and I, I general, but like I wouldn't have even doubted that Yoshi would be in a sequel. Like you don't love Yoshi, or else you wouldn't be fucking complaining. Yeah. Showed no one is, no, in this no movie. one no one loves Yoshi more than me in this call. We can agree to this, right? We had already yes. gotten to see actual Yoshis. Yeah, though, but not enough. In the movie. <laughs> not enough. It wasn't enough. I needed more. Okay. I'll agree it should have been a little bit more of an e- thing at the end, but whatever, man. Okay, listen, review time. We, yeah. we all want to wrap this up. Grant's gotta go somewhere. It's fucking Easter. We got shit yeah. to do. Um I don't know. I I I don't. Well, I, I do have actually stuff to do, but I. I okay. I, where do I begin? I think it's pretty clear. I like the movie. <laughs> uh, I actually liked it quite a lot. You know what? Fuck it, man. I loved this movie. I can't believe <laughs> yeah, I'm brother. saying it, dude. I loved this fucking movie. I had, this was like one of the fucking most fun theater experiences I've had in my whole life. Seeing with all my friends, there was the, all the Japanese ads beforehand. We were ordering food. Like when the pizza and beer came out partway into the movie, I was like, this is like, I'm having a really fucking good time, you know? And all like, we we're just like, you know, we're when laughing in the all the parts. Afterwards, yeah, I yeah, love that great. part. I love when Josh, or no, I like when Grant got diarrhea at the end. Was, that was, a, that was a, a there's your fucking Easter egg at the end. Yeah, I got a fucking Easter egg for you. <laughs> My butt. <laughs> and uh, just, I don't know, man. I the it, people complain that the plot went like this was an incoherent plot. It was like it went like a mile a minute. I'm like, was it though? It wasn't I incoherent. Like I just Dude, like no. it was. No, it was pretty very, fast. Yeah, it was Pretty like basic. Paced. It was a fast paced. It was movie. fast paced, but I didn't mind though. I didn't mind. I didn't mind either. I didn't mind, and like everything looked so good from like the details and like the characters to like the cloaks and the shy guys. Like everything was so perfect, and um, an amalgamation of like not just like one Mario game, but fucking like nearly forty years worth of Mario games to a movie that you know was essentially a kids' movie, but. There was enough there for everybody to enjoy, just like the games. Yeah. Um, 
I am putting this in the library and I'm actually putting it like maybe he's oh starting a new shelf and putting it at the top of that <laughs> shelf. No, it gets I, its I, own shelf. It gets its own display. I am putting it like not in the tippy top, but like a little below that, you know, because obviously it's like as a movie, there's a fucking lot of movies I like more than this, obviously. Yeah. But like I had so much fun at this movie and thank you again to Shruggernaut for, you know, helping yeah. make this possible. And thank you guys for listening. Because if you're listening, you donated to us and that helps yeah. the show. Yeah. Grant, um, send us that money. <laughs> I will. We're waiting for well, it. Well, I also have to I have to like put it into my bank account and then once okay. it's in the bank account, then I have to like uh like I have to transfer it to Pay a different me. bank account and then you'll get your money. It, but uh <laughs> you'll never get your money. You'll never see it. But um, anyway, yeah, that's my review. Yeah. It's going in the library fair fairly fairly high up. I'm gonna give my review and then I gotta bounce after that. So I'm gonna like hang up the call and everything. Um okay, bye. but we'll make uh, it well okay. Well can we go like five minutes like we'll all go quick? Yeah. I no, I, no, I, I don't let Grant no. talk and we can continue I, talking. I have a pretty that's hard out it too. Um okay. I'll just I'll give my review and then y'all can just wrap up the episode. Um okay. uh my review I I agree with everything that Kevin said. I just I wish that like I wish it wasn't so babyified. Like I I realize yeah, it's a movie for kids or whatever, but it's also like some of like I just I felt like the writing at times was just like sloppy and I get that it's like well it's a it's a Mario movie like and there's no plot of Mario games so like you know what you got is like more than they've done and it's like I get that but it's also a different medium and it's a movie and like uh, the the point that I was making with like the uh the Detective Pikachu movie is that like video game movies do not have to be bad and I think that we have enough like interpretations of these types of things into cinema where it's like you know how to do it bad and you know how to do it good. And I think that it was closer to good than to bad. But like mm-hmm. a lot of the like, you know, j- just like jumpiness without explanation. It's like they could have they could have did a little more. They could have elevated a little more. And I I hate for that to like ruin my experience of like, you know, uh, like because I do think that I liked it and I there was like that like positive aspect, but I just wanted like a little more from it just in terms of like technicality. And there were just those little moments where things did bug me. And I felt like I, I laughed at a lot more things because I thought that they were stupid than that. They were generally clever. They're genuinely clever. And I did think that there were a lot of like genuinely clever, like bits, especially some of like the, the physical, like again, like the pipe bit, I think was like, one of my favorite uh, thing is like the logic of like jumping into the wrong pipe and trying to figure out which one's the right pipe. Like I like that. And I liked so much of that type of thing, but also like, yeah, it was very, just like very heavily Americanized type humor that just felt like it was like trying mm. to, you know, serve like the lowest common denominator of people that just like, you know, clap at like really dumb joke sort of thing. And like, you know, I don't know, but despite all that, I mean, I I still think that it was good. It was, I think it was way better than the Sonic movie, um, and just like so many other things. And I I I do agree with Kevin that there was like a lot of like heart and soul and interest put in it. I just wish that that was like maybe a little more reflected in like the script and the storytelling sort of aspects instead of just like the references and stuff like that. Like if they would have paid a little more attention to the detail and the plot and stuff like that, that it was just like. 
I feel like it could have been a lot better, and I'm almost sort of disappointed that it wasn't a lot better. But it was still like good for what we got, and so I don't want to like nitpick and complain. But it just was sort of like a, a glass half full for me, sort of thing, you know. It sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, um, so where are you so, putting it? Um, I would say in the library, maybe bottom middle shelf. Like, I was worried. Was cool. Grant, I was so worried you wouldn't like it. No, I'm glad I, to hear that you enjoyed it. Maybe not just it. me, but like I'm glad that you had a good time. Yeah, no, it was fun. Like it's it's hard not to have fun with this type of thing. I just wish that like maybe a different. I think the visuals were good, but like maybe if a different studio had done it, maybe it would have been a little better. But maybe it wouldn't have been as good. So I I don't know. Yeah. You know, you take what you can get. Hard to say. Yep. Anyway, all right, uh, I'm gonna anyway, pop off the call. Ian, oh, all right. Bye. Well, bye. yeah, just uh, I guess end your recording and send it over and. Get her yeah, out of pu- here. Puppy out. We'll get this puppy out soon. Yeah, we're going to talk yep. some shit about you. Anyway. Cool. Uh, can, can see you. Good next? luck. Uh, see you, fire bros. All right. See you. Well, Grant, I'll see you on the, I'll see you on the other side or this side. You won't see me on the other side. Okay. You won't be seeing me there. I'll, well, have, I'll have be right here. Okay. Have a great Easter. Have a great Easter. Uh, ho- happy see Easter. Firefighter. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Uh, who wants to go next? Me, me, me. I thought it was good. I thought it was cute. Even though it's a movie for babies, sometimes I have baby tendencies, and this like hit all the baby tendencies for me. So. I feel like you know, I don't know. It didn't like it didn't personally feel that babyish to me. That, like, I, I feel I, the same way, Kevin. <laughs> I just say I, baby as like that, a way but, to be cute. I'm but like saying, I don't know. It, like I, I was like, expecting I've seen, it to be more babyish, and it, like I've seen so many other because even my brother was talking after the movie how it was like almost weird to hear them say kill and die so much in the movie, that's which is like they, a lot of people did die too. All those carts exploding in like very fiery. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Even when they were like just driving through Kong Island, and that one guy just like flips out and just like explodes. I was okay, like, but yeah, that was unnecessary. Here, here's what I mean by baby movie. I call. Star Wars and Marvel movies baby movies as well so like okay so maybe adult baby movies is what I'm trying to get at um but I liked it and we all wear um, adult diapers here yeah, we yeah all, I, I know I was pamper- we're all night. pampered too in this in this mm-hmm. in this chat um but I liked it I was surprised that uh, like the voice acting was good except for like Cranky and I guess Donkey Kong wasn't that great to me um okay but um yeah, I was surprised. Like, I, 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 throughout the movie, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's Chris Pratt," but he did like a good job. He didn't sound like yeah. Chris Pratt. But- I can't wait to hear Miss Garfield. Oh Christ! Remember that's happening. I'm not watching that garbage. Garfield sucks, but um, um, I think it's good. I wish there was Yoshi, but I know we can't have everything. And if there's sequel. a sequel, he's gonna, if he's gonna be in the sequel, oh man, I'm excited. Sequel, for that. sequel. Um, but yeah, I think this this so is we're, we're- in the shelf for me. Maybe like lower okay. shelf, just because like objectively it's not great, but it's still I had a blast watching it. Yeah, I mean, as far as like again, quote unquote, kids movies go, this is like, I mean, again, it's it's like I was saying this in the car afterwards too. It's impossible for me not to view this movie as like a Mario fan. Like yeah. I, I've been I've been playing these games for like my whole life. It's hard to like divorce that and be like somebody who doesn't know what these things are. Like I just I, I have a hard time like thinking if, what if, that would even be like. That, you know. If that, if it makes, not helps, but like my boyfriend is like a very casual Mario player. Like he's only played a couple mm-hmm. of them. He didn't grow up playing with it and he thought it was fine. He's like, it's better than I expected. He went in going with the abysmal expectation. <laughs> so, so he was like thinking yeah. it would be complete shit. So, and he said it was fine. He thought it was like a six okay. or whatever, which is more than he thought. So like, even for non-Mario fans, I think maybe even if you have a, if you're not like soy lenny old, soy tendo people like me and But Kevin, he has played. 
a Mario game. He's played a Mario game, but again, he's not like super in depth. Where like, yeah, I, it's just I like, would read Mario fanfics when I was nine. Like, well, no, but I, I didn't do that. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, you didn't? and I, I still did. consider myself a big Mario. But like, I, I think it's for like anybody in our age range, roughly. It's like everybody is to some degree yeah. a Mario fan or is familiar. It's, I'm thinking about these like 60 year old critics who are like, "What is this?" I do, you know? I do think if you are not, if you are genuinely not a Mario fan, as in like you haven't played any of the games or 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 just like really aren't familiar with Mario, then I think you genuinely probably won't enjoy this movie because yeah. it, it but, but, but that feels like such a minority because Mario is so ubiquitous. Yeah. And generationally right. too, like not just for people our age, but like Mario has endured so much and like Odyssey only came out like five years ago or six years ago and is still and is like one of the best Mario games ever made. Mm -hmm. And like, I would think a lot of younger people have probably played that. So I I think so. Yeah. And like, that's the thing is like, it's nice to see like something that it's like, it's not just something that panders to like adults who enjoyed this property as a kid. So it's like, it's like, there's like little kids who love Mario. There's people who are in their forties and fifties who love Mario. Uh, You know, everybody has their connection with it. And I think that it makes it like a truly unique property in that way like you know to some extent similar to pokemon as well you know but actually to an even greater extent i would argue i know pokemon is the biggest media franchise but mario's legacy is like you know far surpasses that of pokemon yeah but yeah nico where where would you put it or did you have Um, more to say no i think that was i i said what i wanted to say maybe like bottom ish of the shelf just because like maybe if you're not a huge mario fan you're not going to get out of anything out of it but well, I wait this like, is for you it's for, for you me? Though. okay then like yeah. medium shelf then i medium. think like okay. seven okay. out of ten i would say okay so and josh we're, uh how do you were give us your final thoughts yeah um I know a lot of people rag on Illumination, and I don't really like their movies, but also how many of us have actually seen that many Illumination movies? Like, I've seen, I've seen Despicable like Me, and I haven't seen I've seen Despicable else. Me, I've seen Minions. Okay, you have seen Minions. Yeah, terrible. I, but, but like, another Minions came out, like, last year or something, and that was, like, somewhat decently reviewed. I heard people saying, like, you know, this is a decent kids movie. I don't know. I mm-hmm. feel like Illumination maybe they're definitely one of they're maybe they're like a C tier like animation company. Like they're not making the best stuff, but I feel like people talk about like them like they're absolute trash and I feel like they're competent well, at what I they think the do. Problem, like when you talk about animation it's like I think people are talking about like the writing and stuff right. in the movies but like as like an animation studio and their proficiency they're pretty good i mean like, like you said josh this movie looks fucking amazing you know but even but even from a writing perspective i know like like the movies that they make have their audience and from what i can tell from reviews like yeah they don't always appeal to adults but they're not like the critic a lot of critics that i've seen don't consider them to be making like trash tier baby movies like they're making movies that work for their audience so like the sing movies stuff like that like yeah that's like ugh. I don't know like from what I understand I haven't seen them and f- like the clips that I've seen like don't my, appeal to me but I watched a bit with like my relatives because I don't know why but my like old ass relatives love those sing movies I'm like this is shit like this is a lot of like I that's but a good point a lot of, I feel like a lot like, of older people like like minions and illumination stuff like you know like in their like fifties and sixties well that's it's, like, weird yeah <laughs> yeah well it it know. seems like they it seems kind of common. 
I don't but know. I, don't I know guess why. what I'm trying to say is I feel like they don't make insulting kids movies. <laughs> like, okay. I don't know. Maybe. But, but also, I haven't seen enough to really say. But Sure, sure. Um, but anyway, as far as me, I like, yeah, I really liked the movie. I went in with pretty abysmal expectations as well from like what I had heard. Like I was expecting it to be super babyish and just be like, like, like my impression was like, it's going to be all really stupid kids jokes with just references to try to appease adults. And I didn't feel like it was that I felt like the references were not like all forced they felt really like well implemented and Mm -hmm. uh like the plot was fine the characters were a little more like fleshed out than i was expecting them to be and just overall i don't know like i didn't feel like it was a baby kids movie i felt like like it was a like there are bad kids movies and even the sonic movies i think are bad kids movies because oh, like the type of humor in them is just really just like cringy. Yeah, speaking um, of music cues too, like that movie, like even as much as I enjoyed Sonic Two, I had I had to really look past some of the fucking like <laughs> uptown funk kind of thing. Yeah. And I hated I hated Sonic Two even more than Sonic One. But I know really? I differ I from Sonic yeah. Two was better personally. Yeah, I it felt like, like yeah. Because I, I thought like Tails and Sonic together were cute, and they had like less of the shit with like the humans. Like I truly did not yeah. give a shit about That's, that. No, like, they didn't have like, less of the shit with the humans though. They had that entire fucking like half well, hour long wedding sequence in the listen, middle. Listen, we already like, talked about this movie. Whatever. More objectionable I, than anything in the first okay, movie. I don't care, but at least. But we yeah, we're not talking about Sonic. Sonic and Tails <laughs> being cute together. Shut up. Okay, whatever. I was I was not there for this review, so whatever. So Josh. uh any final thoughts before you uh, give us your ranking? Yeah, just that I liked it and I would put it on like a lower shelf because I didn't think it was amazing and it is a kid's movie, but it was a good kid's movie and I would probably watch it again and I'm excited for it. Dude, I got to go in for the third time right now. I started Dude, it over. I got to go to the, I think it's AMC that has the Mario like uh, bucket, like the, like the question mark oh, point, yeah, yeah. popcorn bucket. That's what I fucking need. I'm going to be like, mom, let's go. <laughs> I think this is a perfect movie to see at Alamo. Like, there's a lot of movies I won't go see there, but there have been a lot of movies coming out like this that is like, this is perfect for this experience because I'm not taking it super seriously. Like, what I've seen, Ant-Man, Scream 6, and Dungeons & Dragons movie there. Bro, in addition to a little, a little, a little off topic, but I saw Firewalk with me at the first time I've ever seen it at, yeah. at Alamo. Wait, at Alamo? Dude, I wouldn't yeah, want like to see last that month. at Alamo. Dude, bad That's vibes. Weird, yeah. It was bad vibes. That movie that is, is fucked weird. up. That was a <laughs> the, fucked up movie. Yeah, it's a weird setting for that, but also like genuinely like a movie that I'm trying to like get immersed in. The the atmosphere is a bit too distracting for me with like yeah. the servers walking around and stuff. Like they do a well, good gl- job being subtle, but it's still. Well, I want to say I'm glad that we all put it in the library. Nobody hated it. I was worried we're gonna have some like you know some hurt dickhead. feelings arguments. No, the Sonic movies I straight up burned, but no, these like this this yeah. goes on the shelf. And most of all, I'm just glad it was fucking like entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. This is the best Illumination movie, I guess. I mean, I haven't seen most of them, but I agree. Yes, it's probably true. Anyway, guys, uh, again, thank you to Shruggernaut for donating the money for our whole group to go see this movie. And we had, like, again, one of the best movie-going experiences of my life. Had such a blast with all you guys and seeing the movie and eating pizza and drinking beer. Um, Yeah, I guess that, that wraps up this episode. 
Uh, thank you guys for coming on the show. Thank you for seeing the movie with me. Yeah. And thanks everybody for listening and donating. Uh, I'll see you on this side for whatever we pick next. Bye. Bye bye. Josh, you want to give a sign off? Get out of here. Wait, wait, my sign off, my sign off, my sign off. (gasps) Sequel. (laughs) 